Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottom, the boom. Shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We're the sports brew. And we're rolling deep on this fine, fine can crushing Tuesday. No, wait a second. It's a wasted Wednesday. I'm totally wrong about what freaking day it is. That's crazy. I'm so used to doing Tuesdays now, man. Good Lord. Anyway, no, this is what we used to like to joke around and refer to as a wasted Wednesday. I don't know that anybody's wasted, but it is very early. And as we are known to go off the rails in the given course of any particular podcast, it may be wasted by the time we're done. However, we have a lot of great things to get to. Obviously, uh, tournament heavy tonight, I think, is certainly appropriate as we roll into the Final Four. A lot of fun with the Sweet 16 and certainly the Elite Eight. And uh, somewhere, somehow, I'm pretty sure Shannon drove drove to West Virginia to get the buy one, burn one special so he could tear his <laughs> sofa up on the way home. Thanks for not getting arrested and or locked up for littering. One of us would have had to come bail you out. And West Virginia is not close to Richmond. I mean, it's within a day. That's a day trip. But that would have sucked. So, Shannon, I appreciate the fact that you uh, bought one and burned one and managed to uh, escape escape that deal. But anyway, let's go ahead and get you in, man. Let's see. What do you deserve tonight? Hmm. Let's do it, man. <sighs> Shannon. Bruh. Bruh. You're not one of those guys that's been raging out on that dudes that refs like business Facebook page, right? No, I'll <laughs> tell you what, man. I was raging Sunday night. Y'all saw me on the... You're, you, the, uh, yeah, I get the impression you were uh, giving your kids lessons in linguistics. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll just say that uh, I, I took the cursing up to another level, and they learned a few extra words that night. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, at least you got it all out of your system there, and you didn't, you know, go. Uh, I mean, that dude got some death threats, man. Look, I was not a fan of the, yeah, of the officiating in that game. It was not, but... No, no. I, look, man, it's just bad karma. The fans just... Are, are we going to start in the first minute here? Am I just... Am I going to have to be the voice of reason It just has to say, guys, UK fans, you just got to let it go. Wow. I mean, Dude, out of the come gate? On. Out of the gate? Whoa, Shannon. I wasn't even planning on that, but... You can't send death threats. You can't mess with the dude's business. I mean, well, you can, but it's a freaking game. It makes you the it makes you the a hole. Yes, and, and, and it reflects poorly on the team. I totally, yes. I, I totally was more prepared to to go this way with you. Son of a bitch. Give me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that's where that's where I was ready to go with you. I was thinking it was it was totally that, man. Less yeah, of the I was the, going uh... full Philip Rivers rage face <laughs> Sunday night. I wish we could have live streamed you like rage facing out in the middle of that game. Uh yeah, look, I mean it, it's one of those things, dude. You know, officiating and and we critique the officiating in the tournament and I think that it's fair, right? There has there have been some moments that you're like, "Really y'all?" You, you made that call in that moment. That has happened, and it happens every year. It's magnified it when it's a team that you like and you're pulling for. That would be obviously Kentucky for Shannon, and you know, for a couple of us here, would be it, it would be Duke. But that's a part of the you know the story of any particular game, and certainly the story of a tournament. And it, it's fair criticism. It is. I you know I I don't like how the game was officiated in total, but. You know, they had a chance at the end. You know what I mean? They had a chance at the end to win that. And I don't know that it was a great game. You know what I mean? It was a little choppy. But I think it was a great finish. 
It was a great you know, finish. It was, a, it was an absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal finish. But it, it, it's like any 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 sporting event, man. You have to, you know, fair or not, you have to play well enough to not, you know, you, you can't lose to the refs. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can't. And that's what I usually say. And that's, you know, that once I was able to come down off of the anger, <laughs> I was able to just... Because I'm normally, uh, you can't let the refs... Anger! Type. Yes. Thank you, Mr. T. Shut your dang pow hole! Alright, Shannon. Say what you got to say! Look, <laughs> Mother F. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just... At the end of the day, you can't let the... You cannot feel like the refs decided the game. It has to be between the teams. Right. And there were a couple calls that didn't go against you, and when North Carolina went on that 12-0 run late... Dude, that uh, is still the deal. I mean, they made a great comeback to at least tie it. Oh, yeah. And, dude, I'm telling you, I don't know if y'all saw the video of the bar of Kentucky fans. Oh, absolutely. It was absolutely. a 30-second video. When Monk hits the three, they're losing their minds. <laughs> and then and moments later, down and hits the jump shot. Moments later, man. From and elation. moments later, it's Surrender Cobra by everybody. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> From elation to devastation. You know that, but that's sports, man. That's the tur- and that's the tournament too. The tournament is it can be random, arbitrary, cruel, fantastic. I mean, there's a lot of adjectives you can use for March Madness, but that's. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons it sucks so many people in to the degree that it does. You know, you get to see a lot of matchups you don't, you wouldn't normally see. Uh, you know, across conferences and you know, small, smaller teams, bigger teams, marquee teams, lesser known teams. You, there's so much that happens in the. You know, by the time we navigate our way through the body of the entire tournament, there's so much content and so much good that to me, it, there's not a year I can look back on and be like, dude, it was just there was so much negative that outweighed everything good that happened. You know what I mean? There's there's always yeah. something that's screwy, but it usually sorts itself out, and there there's just there's always compelling stuff. And I think we're, I think we're set up to really have a pretty phenomenal Final Four and championship game. At least I hope. We'll see how that plays out. I tell you what, we we do need to talk about the Kentucky UNC game. That'll probably be a pretty prime time piece of convo. Uh, but let's go ahead and get everybody else in. Uh, let's let's Shannon, you and I talk for like half an hour, and we're like, all right, end of segment one. We didn't introduce anybody. Ha ha. You know, <laughs> buy one, burn one. See you later. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and get everybody else in, up in this piece. So there we go. Without further ado, because we got to get our you know degenerates in, in in honor of the Raiders moving to Vegas, we might as well go ahead and get old D Stead up in this piece, man. Brother, yeah, buddy. brother, 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 man. I hope you've been making that dough, <laughs> rolling up the wins, you know, during the tournament. I know you were doing pretty well the other week, so I haven't, I haven't looked at the brackets, but I know you got some betting fun on the side. So we'll certainly get into some of the numbers and the angles for the final four and uh, potentially the championship game. But, dude, man, how are you doing tonight, bro? I'm excellent, man. Doing doing damn well. Excited for the weekend. You should be. You should be. And you ready to hit your cue with your Gonzaga beard? Absolutely, brother. All right, three beard and fun. Woo! (laughs) Woo! Hell yeah, there you are. You totally do look like you could be on that team. What's that center's name for the uh, for Gonzaga? Sure. Uh, like I don't know. Without, well, to, it's one of the because he Paul Bunyan. Pa- Paul Bunyan. I don't think it's Paul Bunyan, <laughs> but 
Somebody could probably take an axe to that face of his and chop some of that beard off, dude. He's he's got he's he looks rugged, man. That dude just looks intimidating, doesn't he? But uh, we'll we'll double check the name in a, in a moment. But uh, seriously, man, you totally look like you could be balling out. You could be like the round mound of miniature rebound out there just bowling over people with the beard man it's great <laughs> it's freaking great you ha- i don't i don't know about your bracket but you have a championship beard going on dude that's serious <laughs> no, I man appreciate that. that's serious bro animal, animal business down low you know that's right that's right that's right that's right uh also uh you know it looks like jim Bayham's sticking around in syracuse so uh randy has a couple things to raise the glass and celebrate too yeah that's right why not man We'll stick around with it, man. Why not? A little Godsmack's always good. Oh, Gaty Giles, man. What's going on, bro? Uh, not much. Just uh, work in general. But I thought it was interesting how, for the and I know we're not doing football, but for uh, Lynch to go out and say, to plead to the Raiders fans, please jump ship, root for us if you're not going to root for the Raiders anymore. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Eh. Eh. What are you going to do, man? You got. I mean, as always, fans going to be burning some jerseys. going to get going to get pissed off. And you know, look, I feel bad for the for the Raiders fans, man. Like for real, I know it's not like they're moving to the other side of the country, but you know that that's still tough, man. And I honestly, I'm split on it because I'm happy that the Raiders are finally going to get, you know, that they're moving somewhere where they're going to get a little gloss, get a little love, and get a stadium done, right? You know that that's one of the legacy franchises in the NFL. It is it is ridiculous that they haven't been able to get something pulled together. And all the, you know, just all the travels that they've had. And look, man, you can bag on Al Davis if you want, Senior. You can bag on him if you want. I mean, obviously, rest in peace. But, you know, they've got a kind of an oddball history with certain things, antagonistic at times. But they're still one of the legacy franchises of the league, right? And they really should be in freaking California, right? Yeah. And they couldn't mm-hmm. work that out. And there's, I, I think there's ample time. Now, where I'm split on it is, quite frankly – you know, I'm one of those guys that's like, dude, stop stop sucking up all these all this money, publicly funded stadiums, man. All the billions of dollars the NFL has, y'all can't figure out some way to help these teams build stadiums, all the revenue you got. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm torn about it. Yeah, right? but why, why use your money when the public will pay for it? Well, no, I mean, I, I understand why they do it. It's, it's a rational actor kind of decision. But I think in certain scenarios, the league could help bridge that and serve as an intermediary to help get things done, right? Why isn't the, why aren't there better means for the league to help franchises obtain, build, secure, make arrangements, and get stadium deals done? And why do why do stadiums now have to be one point five and two billion dollars? How the hell does that make any sense, man? Come on. Now, look. Uh, granted, FedEx Field is a damn dump, like for sure. I get that. And eventually the Redskins, I mean, they're going to be rolling up on a stadium deal at some time before my, I mean, let's be honest, that day's coming, dude. You know, that oh, day's yeah. coming. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And if they get good for a couple, like legit really good for a couple years, that's probably when they're going to really leverage the hell out of it. Um, mm-hmm. And I do think <laughs> Agent Orange, er, President Trump, uh, some of the, <laughs> I, I think he would be you know, let's make a deal. I think he would be like his presidency, his administration would be conducive to getting stuff done in DC if that was going to happen. <clears throat> but who knows? You got Maryland, you got Virginia, you got DC. We'll see how that how that works out. But you know, again, I'm happy for the Raiders on one hand. I feel bad for their their legit home home base fans. Uh, it's and it's effed up that all this has gone on and they've played in the complete dump of a facility and. 
you know, it, it looks like you know that area will take you know is taking care of the A's and then raising a finger up to the Raiders fans, so or the Raiders organization, and that's tough, <clears throat> man. And I, I just I think it's a shame that the league couldn't help really find a way to get that done. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I just think it's a shame. But and what's going to happen when a Raiders fan? As their car break down on the side of the highway, and Derek Carr is not there to pick them up. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough sledding. Did y'all see that story? Uh-uh. Yeah. I did not. Yeah, that was really cool. So the <laughs> dude broke down, and Derek Carr pulls over, gets the guy, and the guy's asking him, like, what do you do? He goes, oh, I play football. And the guy, <laughs> like, he goes, oh, what position do you play? He's like, oh, I'm a quarterback. And then, like, when the guy gets to his stop, he's like, Oh crap! You're dead, car, aren't you? He goes, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I mean, he seems like a good dude, right? You know what I mean? He seems like a legitimately good guy. Yeah. And I mean, and and he's a and he's a legitimately good quarterback. He's not a bum. He's not a right. bum. I don't know how good he's going to be, but he's at least above average. And that was a hey. team last year that should have been in the mix. I don't know that they were a Super Bowl. I don't know that anybody was getting past New England, but. You know they they obviously got short shrift with that with his injury to, to kind of yeah. peter out at the end of the year. But hey, on the bright side, Raiders fans, hey man, there's a Raiders themed brothel being built in Las Vegas. So <laughs> I mean, if any if anything is fitting of the Raiders, there you go. Yeah, gonna go raid those panties. Yeah, the pi- <laughs> 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 the. Arr, batting down the hatches. Um, so the <laughs> walk my plank. Arr. So the <laughs> so the name of shiver it. My timber. <laughs> yeah, shiver me timber. So the name of this place is the Pirates Booty Sports Brothel. The first brothel entirely dedicated to athletes and their diehard fans. I mean, you know, I mean, how, it, it's so fitting. And then I love this one thing. There was a tweet that went out. Uh, brothel owner Dennis Hoff to open sports themed brothel in conjunction of Vegas Raiders Stadium's 2020 opening. Raiders staff. I like how he throws in staff right there. <laughs> Raiders staff gets 50% off. <laughs> <laughs> so look. So they don't get all the way off. No, okay. no. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> but they're going to have, look, even if they're not good on the field, they'll still be able to score. You know, off the field. Womp womp. Yeah, yeah. At least just the tip, just the tip, just the tip, just the tip. So yeah, I mean, it, it, it's so fitting, man. It's, <laughs> I was dying when I saw that. I'm like, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. Anyway, let's go ahead and get. Uh, oh, you know, because uh, uh, Whitfield uh, cracked out earlier. That uh, oh, let's go ahead and get this started, man. I got to work tomorrow. We all laughed and laughed and laughed, but. He is. He's starting his new job tomorrow. So, oh, Matthew Philip West Whitfield, what's up, bro? Yes, sir. I've um, I've, in preparation of the show tonight. I went and asked four Raiders fans what they thought, and they're saying I'm Raider till I die. Vegas or Oakland. So, four Raiders fans. Well, most three of us know. Have all said they're still behind them. And that's good. But I mean, we also live on the East Coast, so they're not right. I mean, they're all East Coasters, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like they're traveling. It's not like they're going to Raiders games anyway. You know. The one I mean, of them said he is a he is to go to Oakland before they shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. He might be able to get some good deals, dude. I don't. I mean, that's a long dude. That's a long time. Three years. That's a long time to be a lame duck team. 
How I think I read something earlier today saying they might um, Oka might try to file suit against the team to try to get him out quicker. We'll see. I mean, so they, you never know. They got they got to have somewhere to go. They got to have somewhere to go and not not just play in. Yeah, I'm I'm sure all the facility. I'm sure I'm sure the facilities there are great. One of the things you got to remember sure, like, th- play at the brothel. <laughs> 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 What do you do? Play two hand touch? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Split the uprights, baby. Um, I tell you that that pregame stretching routine, man, that's going to be legit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. Uh, <laughs> cut block this. Um, <laughs> all, Are they having dude, um, early dude. bets, Mark, on any Raiders players getting busted for uh, with prostitutes? Bets out there, you know? I don't. know. <laughs> They'd, they'd probably look Not the yet. other way, man. If, if they'll, they'll probably be like, "Yo, it's good, man. Just get out of here. <laughs> finish up, <laughs> finish up, and roll, bro. Right, get him out, man." Uh, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, look, let's be real, man. The NFL players, they don't need to go to a brothel. You know what I'm saying? The, don't kid yourself. You got, you got. There was a dude. I saw a story within the past couple of weeks. There was a dude that pretended to be a Miami Dolphins player. Wasn't even an actual football player. Had a shirt and was just a big dude. And I think he took some pictures of himself. Did some selfies at a practice facility or something like that and told all these women he was an NFL player and just got, you know, was just all over the place. So NFL players do not need the brothel. Fans may. <laughs> Fans may need the brothel. <laughs> Football coaches may need the brothel. Uh, but NFL players largely, I would say, do not if they elect to pursue that kind of relaxation and entertainment. Now, so they have enough options. I don't think they're worried about that. I don't know. You know, again, tough deal, tough deal. But – you know, uh, best wishes as you start your gig tomorrow. Hopefully that goes well. And, uh, yeah, man, because then you, you can get yourself some uh, some better equipment for podcasting. Yes, I, I need a new headset. Yes, you need a new headset. You need a new headset. This is true. All right, gentlemen, we've danced around and jumped around and did all kinds of stuff. We've wasted 20 minutes. And All right, salute o'clock time. So, all right. Well, tonight, gentlemen, <laughs> as I salute a most random of Final Fours. <laughs> I mean, South yeah. Carolina, really? Come on, man. Um, <clears throat> crazy. Uh, well, we'll see. Uh, so I'm kicking out with a uh, Stone IPA, of course, one of my all-time favorites, a classic, of course, and uh, naturally a little Captain and Dr. Pepper, also uh, also quite good. What you got, bro? I am just going light tonight. I got a Line and Kugel Summer Shandy. Nice. Well, that's all right. It's tasty, always good, always good. No, No beef with that one. Randy, what you got, man? Uh, I got myself some uh, Golden Monkey. Got myself, but I got the big bottle. I didn't bother with that small stuff. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you look like you're sucking on a two liter. That's a big old bottle of beer. (laughs) 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 I like that. That or you have a slender growler. You know what I mean? Also good. Mark, what you got, man? Can't ever go wrong. Magic hat number nine. Yeah, it's a classic, right? Solid, mm-hmm. man. It's, it's one of those. I know that's one of your go-to's, man. Easy oh, drinking, yeah. you know, good times. And old Magic Hat, they do have some tasty beers, man. They do. Yeah. What? What? what Whitfield, what are you? What are you drinking? You got your milk? You got your Pepsi? You hydrating? Neither. Neither. Water. Yes. Crystal light and water. Well played. Crystal light and water. Yes. What the hell, man. Man, I'm diabetic. What the hell you want me drinking? Pepsi all day? <laughs> That's what you normally drink, Mr. Diabetic. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Truth comes out. I'm trying. 
Oh man, that's all right. Anyway, uh, I tell you what, man. Yeah, we got we got a lot of basketball, but I do think um, you know some great storylines, some great, great, great storylines with the uh, with the Final Four, and certainly uh, big ups to uh, Gonzaga for making the Final Four. I think that's a great story. Yeah, uh, Oregon. I mean, I think a lot of people wrote the Ducks off, and God bless that team. Uh, Jordan uh, Jordan Bell has just been incredible, just incredible, man. Missed uh, March. Yeah, I mean, uh, just absolutely fantastic. And I did I know, not. That's Dorset, isn't it? I, I was thinking of Jordan Bell in specific, but uh, you know, there, there's plenty of players that deserve some dap and deserve some love, uh, especially considering they bushwhacked Kansas. And I certainly didn't anticipate that. You know, it's one thing to beat Kansas; it's nothing to beat Kansas the way they beat Kansas, right? Um, so, you know, certainly kudos yeah. to Oregon. Uh, and then obviously we have the thriller with UNC and Kentucky. That was, that was great. That's going to be one of those games that defines when you think about the tournament this year, UNC Kentucky is going to be one of those games that define that ending is one of the games that defines it. Um, spoiler alert. It was the <laughs> national title game. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Well, that uh, again, that, that was the, to me, that was the toughest region to come out of. So, yeah. you know, kudos to UNC for getting that one done. Uh, so you have your your proverbial your quintessential you know blue blood program old school super successful coach and Roy Williams, you know that's legit. Uh, and then South Carolina, another <clears throat> another upstart. South Carolina taking care of Florida, and you know I, I joked around about it earlier, but I really think as people get to know uh, Cinderius Thornwell in particular, I mean just an incredible tournament run for him so far, and and also Frank Martin, the head coach of the Gamecocks. That's a guy. And just a, a really interesting and unusual backstory for, you know, how he ended up becoming a coach, the things he did before, and the kind of person he is. You know, he definitely has some of this old old school kind of hard ass to him, but you can tell he loves his players and he loves that program, and he he knows, you know, he carries himself in a way he he gives credit, you know, he acknowledges his 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 good fortune or blessings, if you will. And, you know, he talks about his team. You can tell he loves his players. You can tell that. He's hard on yeah. them. He's hard on them. But that's the, that's the kind of person that over, you know, it's the, it's the old classic thing where somebody overcomes a lot, right? And they've had yeah. to be kind of hard to do it. And he's that kind of guy. You know what I mean? So he's not like Bobby Knight a-hole, right? But you can tell he's a hard ass, you know. But he, but he's a hard ass because he wants to extract and push his players to be the best that they can be. And you know, college sports is one of those things, man. As these, as these, you know, it, specifically in this context, you're, you're bringing in boys and you're trying to make them men. You know what I mean? And yeah, this is very sports centric, but you're trying to push these guys, push these young men into being the best players, the best them that they can be. And so Frank Martin is a, a just a really incredible kind of storyline and South Carolina, who in the hell would have associated South Carolina with basketball <laughs> success? You know Point what I mean? Zero four percent. Zero point zero. I mean, get hey, out of here, dude. Two thoughts there, Justin. Yeah. ESPN must listen to the sports brew because they were like, Oh, Cinderius Thornwell. That sounds like a Game of Thrones character. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Somebody on staff there, man. They totally pilfered our reference. Now I'm just kidding. Yes. And, but and I mean, second of all, <clears throat> I do have breaking news. Oh, really? Yes. Lavar Ball is adopting Luke May as his son. 
Nice. I did see. Uh, <clears throat> I did see some random picture where they had Levar Ball in Lonzo Ball's body, and they stuck Luke May's face on that. Yes. I, I was dying, <laughs> man. I thought that was so damn funny. I thought that was so damn funny. Uh, and I, th- there's just too many balls in that story. You said, oh yes, balls. I mean, what are you gonna do? Uh, by the way, did any team garner more Sweet 16 hate than UCLA? Through no fault of their yeah. own. Through no fault of their own. You that know. may have been the one time where you had like fans who hate Kentucky cheered for Kentucky. I mean, it, it that was an incredible thing. The rise and fall of UCLA in this tournament uh, and, and all the media love and gloss and pub. And LeVar Ball still rolling, dude. He's all over the place. And now you got people digging up video of him like playing, I don't know, basketball with the Y. Ball. Yeah, rec ball. <laughs> that's that. That's how. But look, when people are digging up rec ball footage of you, that's when you know you've antagonized a lot of people. Especially because you're talking about footage that's. I mean, how many years old is that footage? Right. It's not like to, it's not like people were running around with their iPhones or their Androids. You know, at that point, going, "Yo, check out homeboy back there, man." They're just piling on this guy. I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, and. <laughs> I'm not quite sure if if I can take him at face value. I think he's I think he's become almost a caricature of of certain things. Oh, and, he's trying to sell reality shows. It was yeah. reported this week. He's trying to sell reality. Oh, show. he's got his big baller brand or their big baller brand. He's trying to the old billion dollars. Good luck with that, friend. Um, it ain't happening. And you got the reality TV stuff. Uh, you know, the the guy's put himself front and center for a lot of things. He's funny. He's funny and entertaining on one hand, and he's cocky and really obnoxious on the other. You know, he it, said today his son will win more titles than Jordan. <sighs> LeBron's still chasing that man. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude, get out of here, man. Oh, Justin, we got a caller. Uh, Sam Jackson on line one. Oh, I thought totally thought. Oh you're, my god! I thought Who totally thought you were going to go Peter Griffin. Can't. Peter Griffin was on line two. Sorry, <laughs> it's all two good. Line two before line one. <laughs> Levar Ball says, "Shut the fuck up, fat man." There you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I don't know, uh, and but it it was interesting, man. I, I really feel like people turned on UCLA by no fault of their own, and it really became it was about the dad. It's so weird, but that's that's a that's a thing you risk if you're that front and center in the media, and you're that kind of personality. You're not going to have a lot of people that are neutral on it. They're either going to really dislike you or they're going to love you. And, you know, I've heard Colin Coward was arguing about, well, you know, if you got his three boys into Harvard, you'd think it's great. Uh, That's fine. Um, If you raise three neurosurgeons, you'd love it. It Maybe. I don't think neurosurgeons would be like, you're going to pay a billion dollars for our basketball brain surgery brand. I don't think that would be happening. You know what I mean? it was crazy. They had the dad on first take on Friday. Mm-hmm. Then on Monday, the son was on there. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The son had this, this quiet arrogance about him, just like his father did. Oh, his dad's not he quiet. Didn't say a, his, I mean, dad's his dad's not quiet, first. dude. There's no quiet arrogance. <laughs> but the son was just like, there was this arrogance about him that he had about just like his dad, but it was he was a lot more quiet, and I was like, I could see right through that crap. And well, like, you know, here's the thing. He's going to get the chance, whether it's arrogance, whether it's confidence or being self-assured. You know, if, if you can back it up, you can get away with a lot of that stuff. Pops couldn't really back it up. Pops has a big mouth and I think likes the attention. Again, funny guy, obviously a bit of a trash talker. And some I don't remember if it was Stephen Smith, Stephen A. Smith, or some, somebody was like, they were going to town about him. And that Jordan Stephen thing, 
Yeah, about that Jordan thing, and that was just funny. Mm-hmm. And you, you could see him smiling, like he knows he's he knows he's being ridiculous, but he's just running with it because he's already said it. That kind of stuff. As, as far as the Suns, you know, if they've got game, it's gonna it, they're gonna work their way through. I think the thing that will be curious is how they handle any blowback or pushback. And at the end of the day, if they can ball and they can handle the, the public pressure, the media pressure, then they're going to be fine, you know, but you set the bar very high when, when you, when, you know what I mean? If you can't back up all that talk, people are going to just pile on and ride that all the way down. They're going to ride that fell train like there is no tomorrow and they will celebrate it because you've been that. I don't in- want them on the Lakers. Mark. Um, no, I think I would like them actually. Yeah, you you want that yeah, I mean, I, I, point guard? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can't, Sorry, I can't. Lonzo. Yeah. I mean, the baggage. Yeah, it stinks. But Lonzo, Lon, Lonzo can pass now. He can yeah. he can run the floor really well. Yeah. Once he figures out his shot, I mean, he's got. He, once you, he figures that the, out. Do you buy the Jason K comparison? Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, his again, vision, his vision in the game against Kentucky. I mean, I know he didn't have the best game, but like some of those passes he was looking, I mean, it was just like ridiculous. Speaking of, of passing, and this one is dedicated to Shannon since he usually has a finger up <laughs> to get pulled. Uh, I like this headline Uranus smells like farts. <laughs> Sci- <laughs> scientists have lots of questions about Uranus. Why does Uranus look like look the way it does? Why did Uranus form the way that it did? Why does Uranus differ so much from other gas giants like Mark and I mean like Jupiter and Saturn? <laughs> <laughs> but I had a more important question. What does Uranus smell like? <laughs> anyway, anyway, I, I did think that was pretty funny. I, I do like this one. If you went to Uranus to try to smell its atmosphere, you die. <laughs> Thank you, Mark Hofstadter, planetary scientist at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. <laughs> I do appreciate it. But that headline killed me, damn. Killed me, man. Your anus smells like farts. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, you know, again, uh, we'll see what Lonzo Ball does, man. Uh, kid has game. Kid legit has game. But how that translates to the NBA, it's a different level, man. And a lot of these guys, they come out and, uh, you know, it takes them a while to adjust and, and get physically ready and emotionally and mentally ready for the NBA. Uh, it's a big jump. College, you know, as much as we love college basketball and, and, and as difficult as it can be, man, you, you're that's a whole different level, dude. Uh-huh. The number of games, yep. the pressure, the media, the money, the things that tug at you. And he does have an unconventional shot. Maybe that helps him. Maybe it doesn't. We'll see. But if he's that good, he will find a way to be successful on court at the next level. And he'll sell tickets and he'll generate revenue. He'll sell jerseys unless he flames out. But... It's going to be an entertaining ride the whole way because I think his father will make sure of it. We'll make sure of it. I don't think they're getting that billion dollars, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Nah. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. A little early. A little early. Sorry, bro. You're not LeBron. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, again, I, I think some of the storylines, and we'll, get, we'll circle back to Kentucky UNC, uh, but I think some of the storylines are, are really kind of cool, and maybe we can, you know, uh, kind of do the end of, of segment one, and we'll kind of talk about this stuff with the Final Four in front of us. Uh, so I think some of the biggest Final Four storylines, uh, and we mentioned it before, is really you know Gonzaga's chance to win a national title. I think that's absolutely and it's some it, it's crazy. Think about how terrible that program was, man. They didn't have a weight room. I mean, they're off in the middle of virtually nowhere. 
and that program has just built been built into something so unique and so special, man. That's a feel good. That's like the small, you know what I mean? That's like one of these programs that that rises up, gets better. You know, you go, man, they got something there, dude. Um, they make themselves nationally prominent. They make themselves nationally relevant. They, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a great story. So it would be the ultimate end to finally fully deliver and win a championship. I think that that would be an incredible thing. They've been good for a long time, but there was they were not always good. That was and their not coach stayed when they got good. Yeah, yeah. And, I and mean, normally you see the coach will just either he'll hijack leave right away or he'll wait a couple of years and then leave. Mm-hmm. But Mark Pugh, give him credit, man. He's, he's hung around. Looking at you, uh, Shaka's Martin. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. About that. <laughs> um, <laughs> By the way, yeah. Shaka Smart coming to VCU later this fall. Yeah. So uh, are they doing a home at home in the same year or are they split that across seasons? Uh, he'll be at VCU this upcoming season. And then next year they'll be at Texas. There you go. I would think that would be how it would work. That, should, that was part of his buyout. Yeah, that should be kind of fun. Uh, so long as he's still there, um, still love the roads higher at VCU. Still love that. That's gonna be fun, man. That will be a rowdy fan base. Mm-hmm. Although I, I certainly, I do think there will at least there will be some grief given. You know that, but I would think that he would still, at some point, either at the beginning or at the end, would still get a little bit of an ovation. I, I actually expected it at the beginning. Yeah, a little uh, bit of love. Get, he'll get some love at the beginning, and absolutely. Then, and then they'll pile on. And the, they'll boo the hell out of him. Yeah, then, yes. then they'll give him all the grief. Then they'll yes. give him all the grief. They may give him, if, if they beat the brakes off him, they may give him some love at the end. <laughs> a little golf clap, but uh, no, that's going to be great, man. Getting getting UT, getting the Longhorns here at the Siegel Center, that's going to be fun, man. It's going to be very – I wonder how much the tickets are going to cost for that game. Uh, probably over a hundred bucks, I would imagine. <laughs> That's a lot to drop on a college game, man. Whew. Mm-hmm. But but that one be would be would be kind of neat. Uh, but yeah, I mean that it, one would probably be worth it. It could be. I wish the I wish the uh, the beverage consumption facilities were a little friendlier to fans like us. <laughs> well, if you have like the pass to go downstairs, you can do that. Mm. I was unaware of the downstairs pass, so clearly. Yes. Clearly, I haven't been uh, Siegel centering this the correct way, <laughs> but uh, Shannon, who knows? Maybe we can put that on our on our to do list for next year. That'd be kind of fun. Might might but be a thing to think about. It yeah. Might be, man. How did Shaka do this um, year down in Texas? I don't know. Uh, like ten yeah. and twenty, man. It was a bad year. It's it a rough year. I mean, were they in a the were they in a tournament? Nope. That no. tells all you need to know. <laughs> so yeah. um, he won ten or eleven games, man. But mm. the turnaround of Gonzaga. From being a, a nobody to being a nationally prominent program, the chance to find—I mean, they finally, finally, Shannon, you know I got get to be on the biggest. Shannon, stage, you, yeah. you know I have to do it. They finally break free, <laughs> break through to the Final Four. Had to do, it. had to do it, had to do it, had to do it. You know, they got the monkey off their back. You know, uh, they had to shake it off, right? Well, that's the wrong song. Whoops, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's Taylor Swift, but that was for Mark's tattoo. With a faceless swimmer guy. <laughs> I still think you ought to get a beard on that faceless swimmer. I think that would be so fantastic. For a second, I was hoping that was not like a Finding Nemo reference. <laughs> just, just kidding. Uh, would, you gotta give a shake it off, man. Right, wait, you, you got it. Mm. 
I don't know how many people hate on Gonzaga, though. Anywho, that I think is a great, great story. Um, UNC is also pretty compelling. I mean, obviously, you know, Roy Williams is one of these guys that's teetering on like all time kind of guys um, with his success, at, certainly at Kansas, and then what he's done at UNC. And don't forget, UNC had a had a stretch where that was n- they had a lot of struggles, man. They they turned they turned through a couple of coaches. They had some issues. And look, to be fair, to be fair, there's some academic scandal that, for whatever reason, never seems to get resolved. <laughs> you know what I mean? With yeah, UNC, only eighteen years worth of it. Yeah, I, I, for whatever reason, that just keeps floating out there in limbo, and they never do anything with it. Uh, wouldn't it be funny that because that referee's over it, overseeing it? Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> what's that? What's that guy's name? Your boy Higgins? Yeah, that guy. John Higgins. John Higgins, man. But He's overseeing the whole look, thing. If, if UNC wins, and obviously one part of that is redemption for last year, which is obviously oh, Vill- Villanova winning that thing was incredible. But to be on the both sides of the coin as far as like game ending insanity to lose the championship last year like that. And then to have that game against Kentucky, and, and we're just getting to the Final Four, but to have those two games, you know what I mean? That, that's a big deal. It's a really big deal. But Roy Williams, if he if UNC happens to win, he'll have three national titles in a twelve year span. That's huge. All right, and he'll be uh, one of just six men. And that this is this is a this is a big time list, man. John Wooden, Coach K, Adolph Rupp, Jim Calhoun, Bob Knight to win that many rings, and one of just three to do so in the modern era of college mm. basketball and that's since, since the tournament expanded to 64 teams in 85 so you know that's a pretty big thing right I and mean, that's huge that's huge and it obviously they're the they're the remaining blue blood you know if you will uh that's there because so that's pretty significant uh i've got some other ones drawn up but are there any storylines that you guys are in you know particular looking for going into the final four uh, I, I'm just, I'm thinking about that Gonzaga South Carolina game. And it just makes me think that each team should just put on shoulder pads and helmets because oh. that's going to be such a defensive, just slug fest. That could, that could be, yeah, that could be a knuckle I mean, up kind of game. Those teams. I mean, you, if you're a lover of defense in, in the college game or just defense in general, that's going to yeah. be your game. Cause that, it is going to be a lockdown city. Uh, they may not even get 60 in that game. <laughs> All I know is if, if if South Carolina is down seven at the half, look out. <laughs> <laughs> look out, man. Look out. Oh, man. It, it, I think that game is going to be great. And part of it is, and again, this is just where we're at in the tournament. One of those two teams, man, South Carolina out of nowhere, and then Gonzaga trying to reach the pinnacle. Coming, you know, facing each other. One of these teams is going to be in the championship game. I mean, that's it, hellified. And again, I think Frank Martin himself is a pretty huge storyline, man. Um, I mean, again, who associates the Gamecocks with basketball, dude? It's their fifth tournament since 1974. Before this year, they hadn't they hadn't even you know won back to back games in the tournament, man. That's nuts. I got to tell you, man, th- this run, like by Thornwell mm-hmm. with the team, reminds me of John Wallace in Syracuse from 96. You know, I actually think that's a pretty, you know, they're not the same player, but I, I like that I like that parallel. 
I like that parallel. It's just you got the star player who puts the team on his back, but they all play really, really, really tough defense, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just I, that that parallel just just thinking about just different tournament runs by teams and it did just made me think of that. So yeah. I, Randy, I don't know if you remember that one or not. Oh yeah, I do. He, he was definitely one of the better players in school history. Yeah. I really did yeah. think he was going to be a, a pretty good NBA guy. I don't even know what he ever eventually really did, but God, he I was think he only played for a few years. He was a yeah, great play college player, man. Holy I just remember moly. that game against georgia in the tournament where it was like they were trading three pointers georgia hit one with like five mm. seconds they brought it down and wallace hit it with like less than a second to go i mean it was just back and forth back and forth and of all people john wallace the center hits a three and it's like oh my god yeah onions right there buddy onions, onions! but it's in darius thornwell dude great name uh, 103 points in the first four games of a single NCAA tournament. That's the second most all-time by an SEC player. Okay, so it's not second most all-time for everybody, but second most all-time by an SEC player. And that's, that's a Tony pretty... Tony Selk? Uh, Bob Pettit. Bob Pettit. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, good. that's old school. That's 1953 with LSU. Oh. Uh, Jamal, <laughs> Jamal Mashburn, your boy Mash. Yeah. 96 and 92. And uh, Pat Riley with 96 and 66. Okay. How about that? But <clears throat> so yeah, you know that's pretty that's elite company. That's elite company. And th- th- for whatever reason, you know whether it's to come out of nowhere, the underdog, the team that, you know, ha- has a great run. The the one thing that worries me with South Carolina and Shannon, I think this will make sense to you. I don't know if it'll make it, it, probably to Mark too, but you know, you think back to uh, you know when VCU had their run in, in uh, it was it was 2011, I think. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That was a team that played really good, really good defense. I mean, unconventional, but that whole havoc defense, and they were hitting big shots all the way through yeah. the tournament. But when they got to the Final Four, man, there was something about being in that big, that big old dome, dude, that big old football stadium or whatever. They really struggled to hit their shots. I want to, if, if memory serves, they lost to Butler. Yes, uh, and that should be the year. That was that was Duke beating Butler in a championship game, right, Mark? Yep. I yes. think I think I, I think I had class that night, and I came over to watch that championship game at your apartment that you have with your brother, and y'all Paul y'all waited until I got there before we watched the game. No, that was no? UConn Butler. Oh man, really? Okay, that was like the worst championship game ever. All right, well I have my years wrong. That's Duke okay. was the year before. Duke was the year before. Okay, that was the second of the back to backs for Butler. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. But, you know, either way, um, it was all that drinking I did over at Mark's apartment that night. I clearly forgot the <laughs> damn year. I think she didn't smoke them with you, too. Uh, she smoke them if you got she, them. She, she, smoke them if you got She may have. <laughs> she may have. We had a good time with that one. I think that's, that's when I had night classes, and I think I had a class to like, 9.15, something like that. I think we, we had a, we had oh, a drink perfect, perfect we had a, timing. We had a, we had a dream game set to the set to the game. Mm-hmm. It worked out really well, <laughs> and that the, and that the Duke Butler was great. I don't yeah. remember a ton about UConn Butler other than, you know, I, I felt like uh, with VCU the point of that is just like they still had their defense, but they just couldn't hit their shots, man. And that you know, like Joey Rodriguez, they, they they had guys that were hitting big threes, big moments, and when that went away, they just couldn't 
they, they just couldn't get over the hump. And some of that was a credit to Butler, obviously. Well, it was but, defense and uh, uh, Shelvin Mack. Shell, had, like, yeah. 27 in that game. Yeah. I was like, ugh. So with, with South Carolina, you know, do they have a regression to what they were for the majority of the season, which is not a particularly good offensive team? You know, we joked around about it, but, you know, if they're playing like that on both sides of the ball, like their ass is on fire and they're just going at it, then if they can play like that, they could win the whole damn thing. But them continuing to hit big shots – We'll just have to, you know what I mean. I, I don't know that I truly believe they can do it. I think most people look at the at the final four and you go, well, you have, you know, Gonzaga's, you know, a pretty elite on both sides of the ball. Tar Heels, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't they the best rebounding team in the nation? They're one of the best rebounding teams of all time. I mean, that that's hellified, right? That's hellified, yeah. and you know, Oregon, that that freaking Jordan Ball, dude, that guy is is an ab. I mean, phew, that guy's a machine. He had eight blocks, by the way. If you didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, he was almost a triple-double. Yeah. Bro eight had eight freaking blocks. That and that's is re- because the guy who was their number one shot blocker tore his ACL. Yeah. He had 11 points, 13 rebounds, and eight blocks. Matter of fact, Jordan Bell, five straight games with 12 rebounds. That's the longest streak in NCAA tournament since Hakeem Olajuwon. In eight, wow. back, you're going back to the early 80s, dude. All right, wow. J- Jordan Bell's a player, man. That dude is legit, freaking legit. So, anyway, you know, I, I'll be curious to see how South Carolina handles. You know, do they still have their shot? Um, the defense obviously can set them up, uh, but Gonzaga's no defensive slouch either. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, Thornwell, obviously, one of the nice things with him, he's a big guard, man. Was he six five? That's a big dude. It's a big, dude, a big dude, and he certainly could strap on some shoulder pads. I mean, that that that's a big dude, and they, they mo- <laughs> bro, you know the, the you know the game cops are lifting, man. <laughs> They're stacked, bro. Those are those are some big men. <laughs> They're coming for you. Yeah, They're Frank coming Martin for you. don't mess around. Man. No. They, they he's got them on a the bouncer workout, bro. <laughs> they're they're beefed up, man. They're ready to rumble. And uh, where it would trip them up is if you know if the if the, if the if refs are ticky tacky. I certainly think you know um, Gonzaga. I mean, they can roll nine deep, dude. So that's a team that can absorb. You know, un, I know like we joked around about Kentucky having some bad calls, man. You know, some t- some tough breaks in the, in that game against UNC. Was it Fox that the that didn't play much of the first half, or was it Monk? Yep. It was Fox, wasn't it? I, it's a little bit of both. A little bit actually. of both, but you but know, it's Fox more, I think. But Gonzaga, man, they, they, look, they roll nine deep, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a nine deep rotation, so they can he can play the foul game if he has to. I don't know if South Carolina can do that to the same level. We'll see. But I, I like the setup, and, and look, the defensive intensity on both sides of the ball, uh, I think is 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 obviously key and critical. But can South Carolina get those turnovers and turn them into points? You know what I mean, and still hit their shots. If they can do that, I, they have a great chance to win. You know, uh, and I'm so torn on that. I'm so torn on that game, man. I'm so torn, so torn. But again, great storyline. Great, 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 great storyline on that one. Mark, you've been pretty chill. Do you do you have any like kind of favorite storyline that you're looking for as we roll into well, the final I mean, four? I, I think pretty clearly, I would say that you know, if, if you don't have a dog left on the fight, you're rooting for South Carolina. It's something new. It's something fresh. Uh, if you listen to the, the sports brew, which everybody in the world should be doing, should be, um, <laughs> you, you certainly learned about Frank Martin at this point. And, and, you know, he looks like a scary, intimidating dude. 
but and and, and he is, <laughs> I think he is. But also, you know, reading the story about you know his thoughts on Coach K and then mm-hmm. the, the, the letter he put out there, and Coach K responded and things like that. I think the dude is is while he yes he's scary as hell. Uh, he's also super humble. Um, a lot of people question like why is this dude going from Kansas State, which is a you know relatively you know it's it's a bigger not not like Kansas you know, or, or you know, top tier, but I mean it's it's just below. It's up to South Carolina to coach basketball. I mean, that it, it was a move that didn't make sense to a lot of people. And what he's done with that program, what they're doing right now, it's just hellacious. It's just super impressive. They, they're they're really fun to watch if you can pre- appreciate you know solid defense. And uh, so you know, I, I you know I'll happily say, and obviously it's it's crazy and super impressive that you know both men's and women's you know, teams are in the final four. Yep. Clem, Clemson, Clemson won the you know, national football championship. I'd say South Carolina is having a pretty good sports year. Uh, Not yeah. bad, right? <laughs> it's pretty, yeah. pretty impressive. Um, <laughs> Even Bill but, Murray is uh, impressed. Justin. Yeah. Do you have audio of the kid asking him question? The Ooh. SI kid? Yeah, let me see if I can find it. I had... I had part of it pulled, but I don't know if I still have that one. I tell you what, while, while, while I look for it, let me, let me play this for you because I think this is great. This was right after uh, the Gamecocks beat Florida, and this was this was the interview right after, and I thought this was great, and it, it it's it's really it really you know is typical of of how he comes across, and you to me you can see why the you know his players are who they are and and. Why wow, that program has had some of the really the success that it's enjoying right now. This program hadn't won a single NCAA tournament game since '73, let alone go to the Final Four. How did you do it? It's all these guys. They they they, they they've been with us for a while. They believe in each other. They put up with me and go out and do it better the next day. They got the courage of a lion. I saw you walk over to the fans with the big fist held high. What was that moment like embracing the fans and your team after this win? Uh, it's My family was right there, our fans. I, I wouldn't be here today. I've got unbelievable people in my life. It starts with my, my beautiful wife, my children, my mother, my uncle. I, I, I'm the luckiest human being in the world. God continues to put incredible people in my life. Congratulations, Coach. You know what I'm saying? Like he is really, really easy to like, and I, I did, I did, I did pull that audio for you. And this was, um, this was a kid, little, uh, you know, kid journalist. I didn't even know they did this, man. It was like a, a kid representing Sports Illustrated for kids. And this was right. This was after the Gamecocks beat Baylor to advance to the Elite Eight. And it, it, number one, it was a great question, but I thought his, his response again it helps you understand the kind of person that he is. Max Bonstetter, Sports Illustrated for Kids. Um, Coach, congratulations on the win tonight. Your team clearly won the defensive battle tonight. When you coach and teach your team defense, what's more important, technique or attitude? First of all, a lot of respect to you. That's a heck of a question. I've been doing this a long time, and that's the first time anyone's ever asked me that. That's a heck of a question. Um, Attitude comes first. We got to have guys that are going to believe in our mission. They're going to believe in what we want to do. Once they believe, then we can teach them the technique. Um, it, it, that's it. All starts with our mindset, and we've got guys that are completely bought into what we do. Again, great question. Oh, it is. I mean, that, that's a, a, <laughs> go ahead, Mark. Oh, it's a phenomenal question. It's a phenomenal question. But I mean that. But no, I, I, I hadn't heard that before. Great, great, uh, great call bringing that up, uh, Shannon and. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Justin Fine and the audio. That that's that's such a cool thing that you know he did not have to take the time to highlight how impressed he was with the question. But no. you know that kid felt five thousand times better. You know he would have enjoyed just getting the response because you know Frank's a smart coach and gives a quality response. But him taking the time to you know tell the kid what a phenomenal question that was, I'm sure made that kid's day, nights, probably month and year. Yeah, um, that, that's just that's just awesome, and that just continues to you know, yeah. I mean, Frank. yeah, dude. I mean, it's just, uh, what was that? Uh, was it Sam Jackson and the Long Kiss Goodnight? Does everybody has everybody seen that movie? Sam Jack, the Long I, Kiss Goodnight. I haven't actually. Uh, it, it's good. So, uh, I know uh, it, but... yeah, Sam Jackson's care. If you've never seen it, man, it, it's got some quintessential Sam Jackson. I think it's Gina Davis and Sam Jackson, uh, the two okay. people you remember. But somewhere in the, it was somewhere in the movie towards the latter stages as it's worked itself out. You know, uh, the, Sam Jackson's character, and I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember his name in the movie, but he he's got he's like getting he's like doing some interview with uh, I think Larry it's Larry King. King, yeah, and you know he talks about how he's Frank and Ernest, but he's Frank in this city and Ernest in another. It's really fun, <laughs> it, you know. What I mean? it's, it's really funny, but yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know why I was thinking about Sam Jackson right there, but <laughs> it, it's like it's like it's, it's Frank, right? We're, let's be frank, but that guy is likable, man. That guy is likable. Yeah. That's a team that, in this moment right now, they're easy to pull for. And it's fascinating to me that we have Oregon's a little tough. Uh, and, and I'm not anti-Oregon. Don't. It's not that right. And I'm a Duke fan, so I can't be like, "Yeah, you and C, I love you guys." Can't do that. And Oregon has all that weird sex scandal thing. You know what I mean with them. So the, the Oregon's a little bit dicey, right? I mean, it's a hell well, of a run. They have Phil Knight funding their program. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? What the duck, man? Uh, but you've got some baggage. You've got some baggage with Oregon, okay? Yeah. Uh, and rest assured that is going to come up. Rest assured that is going to come up over the uh, the setup of the final four. But Gonzaga really easy to root for, I think. And South Carolina, the dark. We talked about a dark horse, dude. South Carolina, total dark horse, man. Rolling up, easy to pull for. Cinderella Thornwell. Frank Martin. I mean, I, I, that that's a that's a team that is really really easy to root for. Really like easy. Game to root of Thrones for and Transporter all in one. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, mm-hmm. I, I do appreciate Twitter crushing a journalist who got on the kid about he was whining and bitching and complaining about a kid being able to ask a question before him. Oh really? And Twitter oh. crushed crushed this dude good Good. he deserved it man i mean it was more like why are you pissed because he actually asked a better question than you ever have (laughs) that's pretty funny which is probably the cleanest thing i could say well you know (laughs) twitter's good at crushing a lot of people i'll tell you what i know we we have to start wrapping up segment one randy let me let me ask you clearly i expect you to be biased here right you know your wife uh, she didn't go to uh, uh, now. Uh, when you think of South Carolina, like they have satellite campuses, right? It's kind of like this whole, yeah. you know, UC Berkeley, and you know what I mean. You have the, mm-hmm. you know, University of California system, and you have a University of South Carolina system, right? So, what was she, she was uh, South Carolina like Union, if I remember correctly? Actually, she went to the main campus. Did she? I, all right, I didn't think she. I didn't think she went she, to the main campus. As, um, for she went to Spartanburg. Spartanburg. That's what it was. For like one or two years, and yeah. then I think she said her junior year, they, her and her best friend got to be on the main campus after yeah. that. And she was doing like she was doing you know, drinking jungle juice and hanging off shower rods. That's right. 
Um, yep. I'm, I'm just kidding about that. <laughs> but uh, you know, but but your wife has a title at the university, so you know, I mean, you, I know that she's thoroughly enjoying herself uh, with this run. I, I mean, you know, I mean, who wouldn't be right? So she's from South Carolina, and then they're doing really well in the tournament. So that, that's, that's like, a, like a big win. But from a storyline standpoint. Going into the final four, and it can be South Carolina if you want. That's fine. Like, what's what's the storyline you think you know that you're most vested in, most interested in? Well, it's obviously for her. I'm going to be vested in South Carolina, but I also like the fact that everybody thought Gonzaga was going to be out early, and they made it to the final Dude, four. You know, people I, I like ready to run them out, man. I mean, I like the idea that Oregon beat you know beat Kansas. Mm-hmm. I'm you know bummed out that North Carolina is there, but overall, I, there's three teams here that nobody even thought would be in the Final Four, and that, in it, in and of itself, is actually a great story. Yeah, you always figure there's probably one, right? There's probably one team that you're going to be like, because yeah. after you get past opening weekend, it usually settles back down. You know, mm-hmm. you, you might have like a 12-5 upset, or you know, one of those things where a team wins a game, and then they you have their old regression to the mean, and then they're out. And, and then the the powerhouses usually kind of pull through somebody you know one through four whatever, uh, and, and this, but it's great for it's great for now they're a one but who really felt like Gonzaga was a true one, unless you were a Gonzaga well, I fan. Mean, this year I thought they were one record wise. I didn't think they would make it to the yeah, final four. That's, what, I, that's yeah. what I'm saying though. That's what I'm saying though. People they got Thanks, discounted. Sean Miller. Yeah, they got discounted. Yeah. They got discounted, man. You know, <laughs> discount double check. Yeah, man. Dis- they got discount double check, man. People thought they were going to be five below. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just drop the e blow, <laughs> and they're going to be right out of there. It's like that Las Vegas Raiders brothel. <laughs> For staff, fifty percent only. <laughs> but for six, two for ten. Yeah, yeah, something like that, man. Uh, sucky, sucky, long time. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! I think we but, just took a turn to the dark side. Yeah, probably. Well, we were talking about the Raiders, man, in the black hole. Now we know that they have a whole new kind of black hole they can have fun with now. <laughs> Speaking of that. <laughs> huh. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't take much. <laughs> Wrong kind of black hole. That's terribly, man. That's terrible, dude. Well, Lodi freaking God. Uh, well, uh, depending on, you know, depending on uh, who wants to take advantage of that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Get to go bloodhound gang and break out the bad touch. There. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't have that queued up, but maybe maybe I'll have to dig that up. Now my whole train of thought got totally wrecked. But yeah, no, South Carolina is uh, you know certainly I th- I think a lot of people are going to be in the South Carolina storyline. Gonzaga and South Carolina, and, and uh, again, one of those teams is coming out of there, man. So there's that's a that's an easy side of the bracket to root for, I think I really do. Um, and that's not that's nothing against UNC. You know, or again, and I'm happy for I'm happy for the Ducks, man. That's a great story. Two, the success after the Boucher injury. I just think, you know, it's weird. You've got the UNC academic stuff, and then you have the Oregon rape case situation, and that baggage is should come out a little bit, and manifest a little bit in the, in the lead up to the Final Four. Should doesn't mean it will, 
but it certainly may. So that, you know, people are going to have strong reactions to that. If they weren't aware of it, they may have strong reactions to it um, if that bubbles up. Uh, Whitfield, what's your favorite storyline going to the Final Four? Um, mine's pretty much anybody but North Carolina. Anybody but North Carolina. I, Spoken like a true Duke yeah. fan. <laughs> what, what did we say yeah, the other you know, week? I mean, I'm really – go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say the other week we were joking about like ACC, like ACC basketball. If, if if it's not your team, you root for them to lose. You know what I mean? Like other conferences pull for their conference, not the ACC, man. <laughs> we're like, nope. Oh my god! I knew a, I had a friend of mine. I went went to uh, SmackDown last night. Mm-hmm. Told me he was like, "Well, Duke's out. I mean, root for your conference. Root for UNC." And I'm like, "You're a Redskins fan. Are you freaking going to root for Dallas if they're in the Super Bowl?" Well, no, exactly. That's right. You should have been like, Shut the fuck up! Pretty much. <laughs> Anger. And, um, Quit your jibber jabber. <laughs> anyway, go I'm ahead. I'm really intrigued by Gonzaga. Yeah. Because, I mean, they've had good teams for years. And oh, yeah. It seems like they're finally breaking through. Mm-hmm. And, but like uh, Shannon said, that could be another defensive battle. That score might not get out of the 50s. It's just, and you don't know who who could win it. Wouldn't it be Wouldn't it be funny if that game was like, you know, in the in the upper seventies? We're like <laughs> defensive battle, and they're just like forcing turnovers, and they got fast breaks and transition points and raining threes. That would be such a hoot. That would be a hoot. That would, that would be a but, hoot. I mean, you could dream a dream that would happen. Hey, you know what? You're right, sir. I can, and you know what? I shall. If Winamp will cooperate. (laughs) (laughs) Shannon, I dreamed a dream that as I watched UNC crush the hopes of Kentucky fans everywhere, that I saw Christian Leitner running wild on the court. (laughs) I did love his trolling tweet, by the way. I loved his trolling tweet. And, uh... Let's see if I can find it. Really I laughed and laughed, and it, it's it's so quintessential. And again, it's it's so ACC, man. It's so ACC. Yeah, here you go. Trolled by Christian Leitner after the game. Leitner tweeted at Luke May. He said, "Luke, my son, may the force of the number thirty-two be with you." Hashtag UNC downs the cats. Hashtag the shot lives. And just remember, in the sports brew chat, I I did like in the sports brew chat. I sent. You know, because it, it did feel weird, right? It did feel weird. And I sent a, I sent a thing. I, I, I went on YouTube and I found <laughs> Duke in Kentucky. And I stopped it at the timestamp right as Grant Hill was throwing it in. And I put that in the sports group chat just for Shannon. Yeah. I, I hope you clicked it. I'm sure Mark did. I don't know if Shannon did, but I hope you did oh, click I it. Did. 25 <laughs> years later, and the same damn thing happens. <laughs> oh, hell of an end. Crazy end, hell of an end, crazy end. But I tell you what, but man. I, I mean, go ahead. I tell you, I'll say a yeah. couple more things. Sure. It just seems like the reps are always on UNC side, especially when they have a really good team. It seems like, and what was Meek? Me, me, what's his name? Meek Mill, the guy, the guy from Kentucky. What he had two fouls early, two crap. Meek fouls, Mill. Like, who is that? Malik Monk. <laughs> yeah, what well, even Meek Mill? <laughs> What the hell dude's name is? General Mills Cereal? You know that dude yeah. from Kentucky? <laughs> Kennedy Meeks, the guy from UNC? Like, okay. Well, he had those two pounds um, quick, and I'm like, this almost seems like it's a setup. 
You're not the only person, bro. Uh, no, it, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. And I, I still absolutely think they got robbed on that uh, on that ball rolling off that they that dude. I don't uh, remember who who jumped back out to put that in, but he waited. You could see that he waited to put that ball Bam in. Bam Adebayo. That, he, he, they, they were robbed on that one, dude. They were robbed on yes. that. They can't call but a freaking think. they can't call a freaking goaltending right in that Northwestern game, right? You can't get that right. They got a dude's hand going to the freaking net, and, and they follow up with that garbage. Come on, man! Stupid. But I'm, I'm gonna say I Stupid. do think to quote the great voice to men, mm. it is the end of the road for the UNC Tar Heels. Oh, well, don't worry. We'll get we'll get we'll get in the call in our shots. We'll we'll do that. I tell you what, man. Uh, we we cracked an hour, so let's go ahead and take a break. We'll do segment two, call our shots, and, and run through some more specifics, and we'll have some fun, and then we'll just shut it down. So uh, we are the sports brew, as always. Keyword sports and brew. You know, you know, we love them. Uh, we know you love them both as well. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com. Our home feed is on Podbean and certainly the Google Play Store. Uh, again, keyword sports and brew. Live it up, dude. March Madness, hell yeah, man. If you have March Sadness because your team, you know, (laughs) went full BSC, it's all right. We've all been there, man. (laughs) Crack a cold one. Listen to us. We'll give you some comedic relief, some stupidity. We'll make fun of each other, and we'll talk sports. It's, It's a win. It's good. Anyway, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Yes, sir. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. I'll tell you what, man. Let's tighten up again on point for a, a couple of minutes here, and uh, we'll, we'll look a little bit more specifically at the Final Four. Uh, Mark, um, as we obviously look back at the Sweet 16 and, and the Elite Eight and the lead-in here, A, man, we got a lot of stuff wrong, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still I'm still pretty pretty cold about the, the freaking Arizona Wildcats, man. That was... Uh, yeah, you know, for for so many reasons that 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 killed my bracket, that killed some bets, that that killed just what I, I really wanted to see them. I really liked that team, and I just I, they 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 should have done it. I mean, they 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 had opportunities. How do game. you blow that lead? I, I, <laughs> How I the? F- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who <laughs> does that? Who has time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, tough. Credit, man. credit 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 to Xavier. In the, I mean, in the first half. Uh, was they blew it. I mean, they went to halftime and I think blew it, uh, which you know, irony. You know, against Gonzaga, he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Uh, but uh, against Arizona in the first half, he was like seven for eight. I mean, he's making these shots. He made this one yeah. layup to look like Jordan. Um, I mean, he was just on fire. But you know, I, I still, I think it was close at halftime. I can't remember the halftime score. I looked that up. But uh, but anyway, plenty plenty of a chance to come back in the second half, and they did. They started taking over. They started using their size. They were hitting their shots. Yeah, Trier, yeah, you know, blue blue was on fire for Xavier in the first half, and mm-hmm. Trier, you know, Arizona's stud, you know, wasn't doing anything in the first half, and finally the second half he starts waking up, and so they they, they take over. Did that dude have just, like 15 straight points at one part of that game, or something yes. like crazy? And then, then, yeah, and then, then the second half Trier had, had 15 straight points for Arizona, which is <laughs> yeah. just absurd. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, they just they just melted down in the end. And uh, I, man, I mean that I, I think we've seen a few games. Um, I think, gosh, it's, unfortunately, it's a little distant in my brain. But I, I think Arizona got a decent shot um, for the last shot. But better yeah, than West could, Virginia could, had, anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, <laughs> they lost certainly highlight West Virginia. It's just embarrassing. They get they get the fail of the week, and I know we all enjoyed it. Uh, as we were talking about earlier, Twitter piling on people that deserve it. 
Uh, West Virginia, yeah, I feel bad man. For West Virginia, but but West Virginia got pot on fantastically. <laughs> a lot of fre- fresh Prince of Bel Air and Carlton. Anybody uh, <laughs> who hasn't seen it, look it up. Fantastic <laughs> reference where Carlton just throws up the most embarrassing shots ever. Uh, that's what it was like. I mean, I just you cannot you cannot waste a possession like this. It was um, awful. I, I just baffling, baffling. Awful. Uh, I've been playing such a great game and then just I, throw it away that I way. I do kind of wish, man. It, look, man, it, it, a lot of people were on the Arizona train, and it's it's sure. as awesome as it was that Xavier did that, dude. To have that game they had against Gonzaga, Ugh. that was ugly, man. And and it's hard not to look at that and go, man. Arizona, the Arizona Gonzaga would have been a much better game. It's not, you know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. it's, hind, yeah. it's hindsight, obviously, you know. And and, and and again, kudos to Xavier. That was fantastic for them. But woo, they got whooped. Gonzaga whooped them, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's just one of those like Xavier spent everything they had to get past Arizona, and Gonzaga just had too much for it, them. One side note that I thought was really interesting: uh, going into that game, the Xavier Gonzaga game, the teams that had the most tournament wins without a Final Four appearance, it was Gonzaga and Xavier. Xavier, and yeah. they were tied at twenty-seven. That was that's crazy. Made a ton of runs over yeah. the years. That's crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah. But anyway, uh, and and and, uh, and fitting for as weird as that game was, it was all Gonzaga. But uh, I love this. I I hope you guys saw this highlight. It was late in the second half, and uh, Gonzaga was up seventy six to fifty seven, and I think it was Josh Perkins. But steals the ball and goes trucking down for what looks like a, like an easy breakaway dunk. And there's a lady mm-hmm. out in the court like mopping the floor. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, really, to be fair, Gonzaga was mopping the floor with Xavier, so it was kind of fitting, right? And so he had to, like, shake and bake and get out of the way. I'm like, that's so – that's weird as – I don't – that's pretty rare that you see something like that, <laughs> you know? That's what I was like. Personally, I wish he had, like, thrown her bop down and played defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can, can, they, can they call a technical foul on the mop, mopping crew? <laughs> I guess they would have. That's been great. But, what, do, what do you do with that? Uh, Mike Tomlin would have approved with his leg out on the sideline, and so would that, that Jets. So would that Jets guy, that Jets weightlifting coach, or whoever that was, all those years ago. Uh, I, I will say, I, I looked it up just out of curious, and I, I bet McGuffin and Coach McGuffin will agree with me. Maybe he won't, but um, I, that's refreshing my memory. So, uh, Arizona was down two uh, after uh, Xavier missed a one and one. Uh, front end of the one on one with twenty two seconds left. So they got twenty two seconds, no timeout, but twenty two seconds. Mm-hmm. And uh they just they take it out of the court, but just I, I, I just pass it around and Trier takes it a three pointer with one second left. To me, I just I just despise that. I just think you absolutely have to give yourself at least two chances. It's, um and, and and why not go for a two? Why not try to drive to the basket? You either get a foul or you get a layup. <sighs> it's the problem with what Jordan used to do. And it was, they would hold the ball because Jordan was so clutch and it didn't matter where he was that he would just pull up and hit the jump shot. And all you see people do nowadays is just wait, 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 one pass, take a, take a dribble if you have to get open and shoot a three. And it's like, no, run your freaking offense. Mm -hmm. Don't like it. It takes you out of your rhythm fully. I just um, don't understand. Like you're behind, you're right. run your offense, get a good shot, and go from there. I mean, if you make it, you make it. Great, play right. defense and send it to overtime. Yeah, but I just, I just, it's just a 
plague on college basketball right now that teams just do that all the time, and it drives me up a wall. So much. And I, I, I mean, you know, I want to believe the coaches, you know, are, are coaching better than that because, I mean, there's there's a reason there's only, you know, one, Jordan, so. one Jordan or one, one LeVar Ball. I mean, there's a reason for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Um. <laughs> Let's just call him Rec Ball. Rec Ball, man. Rec. No more LeVar. Let's just call him Rec. Rec Ball. Wreck it, Ralph. Because, because, like Shannon's saying, it completely takes you out of your rhythm. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, it's, it's just playing playing one on five when instead run your offense. Start the start. I, I usually say start the play with about six to seven seconds left. You either try to drive to the basket, you get a shot, you miss, you got you try for an offensive mm-hmm. rebound. But when you wait till you know, two seconds left and then bomb up a three, that's that's it. It goes in, you know, you're a hero, you miss, you you fail. And it's, I mean, just, even, it's just awful basketball. I mean, if you're down at that point, I I, I think you have to go with your best player, what's mm-hmm. been working best. Yeah. And even if that's five seconds into the shot clock, I mean, oh, you yeah, have you to gotta go, open, take it. You have to go with your bread and butter at that point in time. Right. Because you're behind. And exactly. then you have to trust your defense to be able to make the stop. But the first thing is, is you have to make the shot. And if you miss it and they get the rebound, they have to go make two free throws. And if they can't make two free throws, you get a second opportunity. Exactly. Pressure's on them. But if you're standing, if you're one player standing out, you know, 30 feet from the basket, dribble, dribble, dribble until, you know, like five seconds left and you try to find an open spot for a three, the oh. defense, I mean, is, is that really fooling the defense? They just no, gonna it, stand, it stand there and wait, wait for you to find your spots. And usually, you know, you're, I mean, it's, it, it's almost comical to me at times when they start like looking to find their spot. They're like, "Oh God, I'm double teamed now." <laughs> I didn't expect that to happen when I was just yeah, standing no there kidding. dribbling by myself. That's <laughs> just mind numbing. Well, I mean, I mean it's these, like these, these guys are so smart. But... Thought they would dribble it out and shoot a three, and yeah, they did. But it was after the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to not get a shot off is just that—that that cannot happen. Oh. Um, and, and, and I, I understand I, I'm blanking on the guy's name right now, but I mean, he, he had certainly been their, their star player, but, um, when you get to a point where you, you, you only have faith in that one player, then I guess you've already lost. Cause I mean, that, that's just awful. Well, you know, if they couldn't, you know, get their shot off and dribble it out, uh, in that game, there's always the Las Vegas Raiders themed brothel. <laughs> but that's Maybe only just... 50%. Though. <laughs> just saying. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's what they were already thinking about. Maybe that's why they uh, did so poorly. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's on fire. Uh oh, there's a cream for that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's on fire. <laughs> In fuego. Oh, she's fired. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Anyway, that's terrible. <laughs> Get the penicillin. <laughs> Get no. The... <laughs> Don't you mean penicillin? Um, <laughs> off the rails. Come on, guys. No. Teo. <laughs> Yay, Vegas Raiders brothel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some but, people uh, haven't. Some people haven't seen that hole sucking us in. Look, some people haven't seen that much ass since Jay Cutler's last Instagram photo or whatever. <laughs> From, what was it? Wow. <laughs> Full, off the rails, off full, the rails. Yeah, full moon. What's under over? Mark ends up at the Raiders brothel next time he goes to Vegas. I'm going to let him go. I'm married, son. None of that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Whitfield, you're the only one that can go to that place. I know. Yeah, yeah right? You have fun for us. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe you can have a click list, buddy. <laughs> 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 just don't be like, just, click, click, look, yeah, just don't be like that matador that got gored in the anus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't be like anus. that guy. That's I couldn't believe when you sent that picture. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm looking at a still of that now, and that bull's horn is right up that dude's oh. butt. I mean, oh my god, talk about beavers and butt. I mean, you need some TP for that bunghole, like for real. That mm. was awful. The matador ended up with the bull's horn some 11 inches up his rectum, causing severe Ooh. injuries. <laughs> oh, this hurts. I gotta adjust. Uh, Damn, that hurts just thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> where's where, Where's Peter Griffin when I need him? Oh my god. <laughs> Barf. Moo! Yeah, that's what they, that's what he, I got. That bull pissed off, man. No! Anyway, all right, all right, all right. Back to the bracket. Bra- back to the bracket. So, I, I guess the the other one I was going to highlight for myself, at least yeah. in terms of like what's uh, what's uh, grinding my gears um, <laughs> was uh, you know, Arizona, of course, but, but Michigan as well. Uh, yeah. So close, so close. Another so another close. Freaking, uh, shot of the buzzer. They got a they got a good look, um, but. Uh, so that was a hell of a game, Michigan, Oregon, and uh, I, I I knew it would be, and I certainly was not overconfident in Michigan. Um, I'm impressed by Oregon. I really, you know, as as we all, you know, thought the loss of Boucher was going to hurt them too much to to keep them from going deep uh, in the tourney, but you know, that was that was a hell of a game. They just but, wouldn't die in that game, man. No, they wouldn't. Like every time you thought Michigan was just going to go ahead and finally break away with it, man, that Oregon just kept. Fighting back, fighting back, and you know, come away with the one point victory. Right? Incidentally, yeah, and you know, again, kudos to Oregon. Uh, that that's team every year, dude. There's teams that you write off because injury or you know conference or whatever, right? And in the lead in to the tournament, one of the things we mentioned in the podcast was sometimes injuries are a rallying point, right? Yeah. And yeah. perhaps that's you know, I, I, there's more to it than his injury. Obviously, that has impacted them. But you know, uh, you know, Boucher had I don't think I don't know if it was a half. I think it was pregame, and you know, he talked about that. I mean, you know what I mean. And I think they've ra- they've rallied up, and they they've just pushed through a lot of that stuff. So kudos to them as a team for overcoming that and playing as well as they have. Right? They so, got some pretty damn good talent on that team. They do. Too. I mean, it's oh, yeah. not like it's just. You know, they just somehow. No, it's not made, a fluke. I mean, they got some players, man. They got some NBA talent. Dor- Dorsey, Dorsey is mm-hmm. ridiculous. I mean, he put put up twenty in that game, five or seven from three point range. Um, you know, last last game, last game against uh, Kansas, dude. Uh, Bell, I mean, did that uh on the freaking defensive end. What did he? I mean, I'm, I'm pulling up right now. Eight blocks. Eight. Eight Jesus blocks. Christ. Eight blocks. Ridiculous. Completely, a hundred percent ridiculous. Yeah, completely ridiculous, man. And incidentally, how the hell do you like if you're Kansas? I mean, what the hell went wrong with the Jayhawks, dude? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's one of those. I, I, I mean, they just they, they they came out so flat. I mean, I think they they started looking a little better later in the game, but they just they couldn't get over the home. Well, they, they did close. Yeah. I mean, you know, Oregon was taken to the woodshed. Kansas did close to within six with just under two yeah. minutes to go, but. Yeah, Frank Mason was going I don't, was going to the basket, and Jordan Bell just came from behind and just, just blocked the damn thing. I mean, it, you know, Bell really is 
you know, a, a huge component, huge story of that. But for Kansas, by the way, that 60 points, that's the fewest, that's their lowest point output this entire season. Yeah. And I, I mean, five of 25 from three, 21 of 60 at 35% total field goal percentage. I mean, that's just not going to get it done. No. Uh, when you're playing a team that's, that's playing well or as hot or as, you know, streaking as, as they may say, and you go cold, you can't, you can't buy a bucket. It's, it's, it's tough, man. Uh, Devontae, Devontae Graham over seven from three point range. Yeah. It's not gonna work. No, I mean, that, that that's, nah. that's tough. That's tough because, you know, you better sure as hell, you know, win the battle off on the glass. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to miss shots, you better be rebounding like champs to get some putbacks and some second chances. You know, I don't, I don't have the box score right in front of me, but, you know, uh, look, Oregon was up 44 to 33 at the half. They had an 8-0 run to close the first half, dude. And that was the largest deficit, the largest halftime deficit for the Jayhawks this entire year. And you know, what, I think what's amazing about that, one of the things that's amazing about it is that they played that game in freaking Kansas City. I mean that was right. a that was a semi home game, right? For the yeah. J- for the Jayhawks, dude, and that's what happened. That's incredible. I don't know if they're reading too many of their press clippings. I don't know what the deal was with that. I mean, again, kudos to Oregon. Bad shooting game for Kansas, clearly. But some of that is just is just what the Ducks did, man. Kansas, by the way, if I remember correctly, yeah, they're two and five in the Elite Eight under Bill Self. Yeah, that is the. That. Go ahead. Not that great. Not so not so hot. That's their first tournament loss in Kansas City, by the way. They're five, they're, they're now five and one. But that's pro- that was probably the most. I was like, really, <laughs> of of the of those sets of games, man. Just Bell looked like he could block just about every shot that got put yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Dorsey again, monster, twenty seven points. Uh, nine for thirteen shooting. I mean, just you know, Oregon. Oregon wanted it more. I mean, that's one of those. Uh, I, I just don't know how else you can describe it. Yeah, Kansas. Uh, uh, Kansas didn't didn't show up in the first half. Uh, not not well enough. And I mean, that's a brutal way to go to go into halftime. Um, I think that was you know enormous momentum for for Oregon going to the mm-hmm. second half. So, so kudos uh, to the Ducks. Kudos to the Ducks, man. What the duck, dude? And I do think South Carolina, Florida was a pretty compelling game too. So there were some good, there were some good ones there. Um, sure. Yeah, you got to rewind back though. Wisconsin, Florida was just a oh, sure. hell of a game. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, poor Mark and his whiskey. Well, 84-83, man, Florida. I mean, just how? I mean, how ridiculous that like you have. A buzzer. I mean, again, we 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 basically haven't. Well, actually, basically, we hadn't had any buzzer beaters yet this tournament. We've had plenty of great basketball. So, I mean, it's not. You know, obviously, there's some tournaments where there's a ridiculous amount of buzzer beaters. This hasn't been one of them, but there's still been some amazing basketball across the board. Oh yeah. But um, not quite a buzzer beater. But you know, the the game tying three pointer is a running. You know, a running three pointer, which is just not that common. And then the you know game winner <laughs> that in is overtime. finally in overtime that is finally a buzzer beater is another running through three pointer almost from the same spots or from a similar spots just just oh my god just so bizarre but uh, crazy entertaining I mean kudos to Florida um, but oh, that's done. I haven't seen that many running shots since we last took a trip to Taco Bell, dude. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Fire sauce, man. Fire in the hole, buddy. By the way, those Wisconsin seniors, I believe if I read that correctly, four sweet sixteens. Yeah. 
yeah, that's, that's a heck of a class. Yeah. That is a heck of a class. Yeah, very much so. Mark, one one very very important question for you. Yep. Okay. Should uh, Coach Calipari have called timeout? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> just saying. Hashtag. Just saying. I know those son of a bees inbounded it so quickly, but uh, anyway. Sorry, 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 McGuffin. I was pulling for Kentucky, though. Keep that in mind. I was pulling for Kentucky. Well, as a Duke fan, I expected you to because you should hate North Carolina more than Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. oh. When Patina was there, I hated I, I hated Kentucky so much. But that's I was pulling for some, for some kind of disqualification. Yeah, yeah, so. DQ, DQ. Just <laughs> him out of the tournament. Bring UCLA or, or Butler back. Yeah, bring Butler back. F UCLA. Bring Duke back in. What are you talking about? Yeah, all of a sudden, Duke's in the South region just for good measure. Why not? <laughs> that would have been funny. He- again, hell of an end. Hell of an end, and um, kudos to May, obviously, for the shot. Uh, and I'm going to raise the glass of that guy for being in his 8 a.m. class the next day. Did y'all see that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They had video of that guy like 8.03, and there he was in class. That was hell of man. Kudos to you, bro, because I, I don't know. I think I would have slept in. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. I think I might have slept in. Actually, he was probably so stoked, he probably couldn't sleep anyway yeah, after yeah. that, to be fair. True. But uh, – don't forget, not only did he hit the game-winning shot, but don't forget, at, at the end sequence of that game, you had you had some, some wackiness, right? Because it, it was 71-67, uh, Tar Heels had the lead with under a minute to go, and Kennedy Meeks, he took too long to inbound the damn ball. Couldn't get it in. So it ended up being a turnover, Kentucky's ball. Malik Monk drains a three to make it 71-70 with 38 seconds to go. Don't forget that not only did May hit the game-winner, but when UNC inbounded it, uh, it was May that hit Justin Jackson sprinting down the court, breaking up the press, you know, uh, th- that press for that bucket. And, you know, kudos to Jackson who felt the defender right behind him. He slowed down, kind of waited for him to, like, go go overhead and then went up for that easy little layup. Um, but May had a couple of big plays, not just that big shot right at the end, man. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, also Rizzo last to Monk. That dude hit some pretty money shots at the end of that game, man. Whoa. <laughs> He did. Oh, side note, and this is for Shannon. Um, Let's see if I can find it real quick. Uh, Fox and Monk combined for 25 points in this game versus North Carolina. Uh, Mm. They combined for 71 in their win versus UNC in December. Yeah, Monk had 47 in that game. How how much did those fouls hurt uh, Kentucky in this game, man? Well, I mean, they hurt. Um, but Calipari has this uh, philosophy that if you get two fouls in the first half, you sit for the rest of the half. And yeah. I disagreed in that situation. I, I understand, like in December, when you have freshmen, mm-hmm. you you know you want to keep them on the bench and be like, okay, I can't afford this. But regional final, bro. <laughs> regional final, man. <laughs> It's on the line, dude. You have them guys out there. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. The seniors stepped up. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys really stepped up for Kentucky. But I would have liked to seen Fox and Monk out there. I, I did. You, you, you were shouting in the chat that you wanted to see them back in there, and I, I agree. Yeah. It, what is it, Brent Mers- uh, Musburger and the uh, Water Boy? Last game of the season. Can't hold anything back now. I thought you were going to say Rent Breastburger, and I'm like, who is Rent Breastburger? <laughs> All right, you know what? You, you go to that brothel, you might see Brent there. <laughs> there might be. 
you, you might see breast burger there. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a breast burger. <laughs> oh my god! Um, he's gonna be there chasing underwear. Funny. Uh, I will say because uh, we need Andy to we need Raider. we need to go ahead and start calling some shots so we can get Mark ripcorded out of here. I, I do want to say this though, man. Fox, uh, that that post game. Dude, you that raw motion of those Kentucky players, that was legit, man. The, the, that was on the sleeve, man. That was very visible, very raw. And, you know, if, if, if you missed it, let's see if I have a little audio. Guys, don't care. I love my brothers, man. It's gonna be difficult to get over, but I know I got to. And it ends right there, but he pulled it together, and they had a pretty, you know, pretty good little uh, bit of peace. But just the raw emotion there was like really legit, man. With Fox, go ahead. Conversely, Lonzo Ball declared for the draft in the locker room after the loss. Did he really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Peace, bitches. I'm going to the NBA. <laughs> grab, grab life by the balls, <laughs> or the grab life by the big baller brand with your. Uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, man. Warren that's, Buffett, that's, man, that's... get your billion dollars ready, bro. <laughs> that, that's one of the top three uh, toughest defeats I think I've ever seen for Kentucky basketball. Really? Obviously, Leitner is well, in there. That, 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 I would imagine that's number one in everybody's hearts of it's, doom. It, it'll always yeah. be number one just because of the quality of the game played that day um, between Duke and Kentucky. Um, this one was tough just because there were a lot of different factors involved and just the end of the game just took you from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. Um. That, that's a that's a tough one to, to take. Uh, Everybody in Kentucky, <laughs> man, they all hurt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Shannon. Yo. Christian Christian Leitner says, "Oh, Winamp, I hate you." <laughs> <laughs> that, that's on a different heart. There it is. <laughs> there, yes. there it was. It's just because I have like too many hard drives in this, in this uh, computer of mine. <laughs> One of them had spun down. <laughs> Thank you, Christian. Right you didn't break out boys to men. Get off my lawn! Do you want that? End of the road. I know at least two of them are. Oh, end of the roar. This is not a Katy, Katy Perry song. <laughs> end of the roar. <laughs> end of the roar. I kind of like that, though. There you go. That's for you, Shannon. Thank you. That's for you. End of the road, buddy. End of the road. Go Go mute my microphone and go cry in the corner (laughs) now. (laughs) Cry in the corner. Start walking around cussing and wake kids up. (laughs) No, it's the game was over already. It's all tears now, man. There's there's no curse words. That's over. That's over. It's okay, Shannon. We still love you. There's always beer. <laughs> he needs lots of beer. We'll have to deliver some beer to him. Beer, beer helped me get over that. Yes. I have no that doubt. Was one night I wanted to take tequila to Shannon's house. No. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. No. He might put some holes in the wall, man. You never know. 
<laughs> Anywho, uh, Mark, I know, we, I know we need to call our shots. So let's do this. Looking at uh, the Final Four, why don't we go ahead and talk about the lines and then uh, call your lines, uh, you know, call your shots for the lines, your bets, and then what you think is going to happen as far as the actual outcomes of the games and certainly for your championship uh, throwdown, man. What you got for me, dude? All right. So um, I'll break down the little line. So the line is uh, six and a half for uh, South Carolina Gonzaga. Um, I got to say, in that game, um, I'm definitely rooting for South Carolina. Right. I, I do fear that the stage may suddenly, I, I shouldn't say su- suddenly, but maybe a little too big for them there. Um, the Zags, certainly. Um, I looked at the guy's name earlier, too. It's it's still, I don't think I pronounced it right. He's Polish, dude. Uh, yeah. Like Zvezin or Zvezgin or something <laughs> like that. Um, let's just we'll call him. We'll just, let's just call him Beard Cough. I, I was gonna say Beardo. I don't know. <laughs> Beardo. Let's call him Beardo. He, yeah. Um, but uh, he 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 certainly can. You know, I think find a way to bully him down low. Um, I don't know. I, I, as as much as I you know I was I was on the you know Hayden on Gonzaga train. I think they're quite good enough. They they've they've pulled together very well. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, not not pretending that South Carolina is going to roll over. And I'm I'm pulling for South Carolina. But I actually think if I were betting on the game, which I think personally it's, it would be a stay away from me. Um, but uh, I would take Gonzaga. Um, you know, given the points, I, I I think that they may win this one pretty easily by by ten plus. Um, really? But that's but that's not what I want to see. It's not what I want to see. See, I, I was thinking you might like you would take Gonzaga to win, but you would take South Carolina to cover. Yeah, I just I I think that this this may they they're I don't know they may really be outclassed here. Um, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, wrong, but, uh, again, I you know the concern for me is just when or if does South Carolina kind of revert back to who they were for the majority of the year, right. and you know studies have shown, man, you get into these big stadiums and it's much harder it's, it's a lot harder to hit the three dude it messes with your depth perception it, it just does so it's one thing to be hot for one weekend or one game it's another thing to, to kind of carry that through two weekends you know what i mean um but now you have all the media attention you have all the gloss you got everybody high-fiving you you've gone back home you've, you've done this you've done that the pressure starts to build uh, and you're in an environment that it's not a normal basketball environment. It's just not. The floor is raised. Your depth perception is weird. You know, there are studies that, that show, consistently show, that three-point shooting is worse in those big old stadiums. So, you know, keep in mind that South Carolina, uh, before, pre-tournament, they scored, seven. Right, let's just say, 72 points a game. They shot about 41%. And in the tournament, they're averaging 82 points a game while shooting 40, just under 48%. So that's a huge difference for them. Huge, huge, huge statistical difference. If they can keep that up, I think they have a great shot. I slightly, I kind of agree with you. I slightly favor Gonzaga. I, I just think Gonzaga is so complete. You know what I mean? They have depth. They can absorb fouls. They play good defense. Uh, they have good size. You know what I mean? They can go big. They can go small. They, can, you know, the, Gonzaga can do like virtually anything. So. Yeah. This will be one of those games that, you know, uh, you, you think about Mark Few and, and the coaching. And, and, again, I love what Frank, Mark, Frank Martin has done in South Carolina. Uh, but strategically, I, I think Few has a lot of options. Yep. And I'll be very curious to see how he, how he goes at South Carolina, goes at, uh, you know, that defense. And, and they're going to have their hands full. I mean, South Carolina has played absolutely incredible defense in this tournament. 
absolutely incredible defense. So I, I think it sets up to be really a fantastic game. I hope it is. I hope it lives up to it. Yeah. And we'll kind Vegas, of Vegas, but... Vegas isn't quite expecting the the, the low scoring as uh, as uh, Matt and the Shannon. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's we're currently one one thirty eight. Um, that's the low scoring. Usually is going to be mm-hmm. you know one twenties. I I I still I I lean I lean under on that. Um, but uh, but I think that yeah, South Carolina's got to got to be able to contain the three point shooting Gonzaga. And uh, I don't know. I just, I worry that yeah, like you said, that the completeness of Gonzaga. It's a challenge, but I'm rooting for South Carolina. Yeah. Um, so uh, ho- hopefully we get a good game out of it. I, I don't want to see a, a blowout by Gonzaga. I wouldn't want to see a blowout either way. A, a blowout by South Carolina would really shock me. But um, no, I, it, no, I think Gonzaga is going to be in it all the way through. I, I, you know what I mean? I think the most. I hope it's a good game all the way through. I would yeah. be really, really surprised if the Zags had a bad game. You know, I mean, they're just, they're such a complete team. I think they're, they're, they're clearly good on both sides of the ball and they have oh, legit yeah. skill players. They have legit talent. They've got a lot of things. And again, I, I just think that, um, and the games on the West coast. Yeah. Uh, so. it, you know, they've got a lot of stuff that, that sets up decently for them. And, you know, don't forget that, you know, uh, a few has been through, you know, he's been through a whole bunch, uh, leading that program and he knows that some things worked out. There was one, one post game presser. Uh, or post game interview, and he was talking, and I'm, I'm going to paraphrase here, but uh, you know, I was getting asked about Gonzaga making their first Final Four, and he said, "Look, man, you have to be really good. The matchup has to go your way. The breaks have to go your way, and the official the officials' calls have to go your way at some point mm-hmm. to get here." And he also said that we won every game in this thing because of our defense. So you have two teams that can play good defense. And we'll we'll just see what happens with South Carolina's offense, and you know if Thornwell can kind of keep rolling. I I mean I think by the time this tournament is done, in all likelihood he's going to be like the breakout star of the tournament. I mean he's he, that they're always great plays, great players, that kind of thing. That's very legit. But uh, I think Thornwell has has a great great shot. If there was like an MOP of the tournament, right? Like he's dancing with that one. So we'll see. Shannon. Um, you want to call your shots in this one? Yeah, I'd like Gonzaga to win. I like them to cover, and I like the under, man. I, I, it's just, I love the story of Frank Martin and South Carolina getting there, but unfortunately, Gonzaga at this point in time, I, I think it is just too complete of a team, too good of a team for yeah. them to overcome, for South Carolina to overcome, and I'll just take Gonzaga all the way to Monday night. All right, so Mark, you're taking Gonzaga. Shannon, you're taking Gonzaga. Randy, Matt, you on that train too, or is anybody like Strump? Well, I know you, Randy. Obviously, I know he wants South Carolina to win, but I would expect him to be that his case. But well, g- given the the fact that I feel like this could be the one chance South Carolina does have a shot at actually getting to the finals. I mean, if it was if it was anybody else, I think the train would stop here for South Carolina. But beyond that, mm-hmm. I think this would be this is the perfect opportunity. Uh, especially given the way Thornwell's been playing, the way he's been taking that team and putting it on his back and just carrying them. I mean, it's almost like he's like, just follow me. I'm going to lead us to the promised land. Did you, the way he's been playing. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but uh, when he... I'm trying to remember who turned the ball over, but Florida turned the ball over and uh, Thornwell just goes rolling down the court. And it looked like there were five defenders collapsing around him and he kicked the ball out to the big man. And the big man just hit that shot. Right. <laughs> but the defense was all on Thornwell. They just totally collapsed around that guy. 
Had to be at least four players. Maybe probably wasn't five, but at least four, man. They were all around that dude. And, you know, that's a heads-up play. That's going, I know y'all on me. You know what? I'm going to kick it out, and somebody else is going to be open. He was. He had the mm-hmm. shot. Uh, and that that's a smart basketball play. So it's not just he's gonna, he can he can bully you, right? He can use his, his physical stature to bully you. Uh, but he can also, you know, clearly he recognizes the ability to set up his teammates. And if they're executing, it'll, it'll keep them in it. So, yeah, legit, dude, legit. So you're, you're taking South Carolina. That's what, that's my takeaway from that. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Matt, you got you got you taking Gonzaga or South Carolina, man? I'm taking Gonzaga. Okay. I think the one thing that Mark says that pretty much sticks out, sticks out to me, I think the stage might be too big for South Carolina at this point. Mm. I'm not to say that they can't win it, but Gonzaga's just more of a complete team. And if they can't if they can't keep Gonzaga to under sixty five, they're not gonna win. That's fair. Well, you know that's why they play the games, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to find out. All right, Mark, let's flip to the other side, man. Let's flip to the other right, side. So, uh, UNC, this, Oregon, man. What are you feeling about this bad boy? So, second, second game here, I, I'm definitely expecting a, a, a close one. Uh, Vegas got it as a five-point five point favorite for uh, UNC. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds about right to me. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go. So, I, I, I'll go ahead and call my shot first in terms of winning. I do something as UNC. I, 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 I'm so on both sides. I'm, I'm pulling for the underdog, but I think the favorite does does win. But I would definitely take Oregon to cover here. I think that's the uh, way they've been playing right lately with with Dorsey, um, with Bell on those blocks. Um, I mean, I, I, I think they they got to play really physical with UNC. Uh, they're going to need Bell on that defense. You know, he's definitely you know might be tough to to match exactly what he did last game. But but you know to to maintain being that. Uh, defensive stud Dorsey, you know, definitely going to need to be knocking down the shots like he's been. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and you know Brooks obviously you know stay stay the you know offensive powerhouse he can be. They got to be raining shots. Uh, this, this certainly should be a much 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 higher scoring game uh, than South Carolina Gonzaga. Vegas has it at one fifty two. I would take that over. I, I actually that's probably really the one bet that I do think I will be on is is the over in that game because. Um, I think, you know, both of them want to push the pace and, you know, Oregon's going to have to, to keep up, you know, with UNC UNC. I think the scary thing about UNC is that, um, the last few games when they've been hitting threes, when they're hitting threes, which is not really the hair game and bullying down low and playing great defense, (laughs) they're just kind of unfair to beat. And, you know, that's. Yeah, again, I I want UNC to you know lose at every single thing they do, um, but uh, yeah, that that's 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 going to be tough if they're hitting on all fronts. So you got to hope that UNC is not you know hitting for three like they they were against Butler because mm-hmm. Butler just never really had a chance. Um, so I'm expect I'm expecting a quality game here. I'm going to say it's 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 a you know maybe not a buzzer beater but a you know one possession finish. So you know, Oregon loses by two or three, uh, but I think we should get a great game out of it. I hope you are right, sir. Shannon, what you got for me? I got UNC to win, UNC to cover, and I'll take the over, man. I I just think at the end of the day, UNC is just going to control the boards. I don't think they'll crush Oregon, but I think they'll slowly pull away at the end. Yeah. Uh, I will I will admit one thing I'm worried about is Joel Berry. Um, 
and his ankles. Yeah. You know, he's he's obviously a little wounded at this point. So a um, little break between obviously the weekend. So that should help him quite a bit. But he, he rolled his ankle in the first round. Uh, it had some. Uh, he was I was shot like three for twenty one the first weekend, which is terrible. So I, I, th- I think he he is obviously super 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 critical for them. I I like UNC. I'm 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 torn on it. I I just I almost feel like I've doubted Oregon so much and I've been so wrong. Um, but U- UNC, I think when they play their best, is arguably the best team in the country. When they're can playing, I, can, I, can I get you? I'm sorry. Can I get you to tweak that statement you made? Because and you, you said the words I like UNC, and you need to like add to that because that just sounds too disturbing in my brain. It, 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 you like it, them, it, you like them in this in this particular game. You know what, it marks. I, I, I look. You hurt my heart for a second. I blame the alcohol. I do, um, but it, if, we, if we had closed closed <laughs> captions for our, our listeners on the bottom of the screen, it would read. In this game, yeah, in this game, in this game, in this game, asterisk in this drunk, game. drunk, drunk captions. That, that that should be a thing. There should be like should normal be. captions for people, and there should be drunk captions of TV shows. That really could be There's, fantastic. There should be. That would be. Let's work on that. I think that's a great idea to float out there. Thank you. Um, you know, Bella's fantastic. Obviously, Tyler Dorsey uh, has been balling. I mean, it, you know, I, I, this is this is a great setup. Um, and it, I expect a really good game. I really do. I don't know. Like, I, th- <laughs> I think it would be great if it was Oregon, man. The team that was in like the first Final Four before it was called the Final Four, seventy-seven years between, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that, wow. that, that's a great story. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, but I, I think there's something about the redemption story for UNC um, to have lost the way that they did last year to Villanova. To have this opportunity, to have that kind of finish against Kentucky, you know, th- there's always those teams that almost have that kind of destiny esque kind of feel to them, and UNC yeah. is flirting with that. Are they going to finish? I don't know. Um, I think you look at it, and probably uh, you can make a case for South Carolina, you can make a case for Gonzaga, and you can clearly make a case for UNC as far as that, you know, sports destiny. You have the underdog. You have the you know mid major the you know the smaller team that just hasn't quite gotten over the hump yet, and here's their opportunity, uh, the dark horse, and then you've got you know UNC for, looking for some you know just that vindication for last year, man. Um, it, it's a hell of a story, so I'm, I'm torn on that one. I'm torn on that one, but uh, very very slightly in the UNC. Uh, Randy Matt, um, I'm pretty much going to go North Carolina. I think. Right now, they seem to be really uh, kind of getting into their zone. I mean, especially with just the type of win they had over Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Plus, I like the idea of having North Carolina versus South Carolina in the championship game. Just that would be kind of, of fun, sto- wouldn't it? The story writing yeah. itself. That that's just, that rights. an amazing yeah. story. Yeah. Well, you know the, the the old North Carolina blue bloods, right? And uh, the upstart South Carolina squads. That could, I mean, that that would be kind of fun. Carolina v. Carolina. I'd, I'd be totally okay with that. Wouldn't bother me, in the least. It'd be fun, but I, I do. I, I fear that that uh, that potentially could be a pretty ugly final. It, I, I wouldn't want it to be. But that that's a matchup where honestly, I feel like we might look back and be like, man, we had a lot of great rounds leading up to it, but that could be a really ugly final. Could be wrong again, and, and of course, I, you, we would be rooting our 
our hearts out for Gamecocks. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm worried that that might be a matchup that, uh, that that doesn't live up to being a, a true final. It could be total garbage. Sure. But... Well, any game is going to turn out to be total garbage. Of, of, of course, of course. And I mean, if South Carolina wins, then they earn the right to get there. So I mean, that's that's uh, you know, again, I, I want them to win. Um, but uh, I, I think you know, the matchup I want is is you know, Gamecocks Oregon, and uh, that would be an interesting one. That would be an interesting one. But you know, certainly, uh, you know, the defense of South Carolina versus the defense of, of Bell. Um, you know, Sendarius, you know. Can he? Can he? I mean, certainly he's done enough to, to get them to this point. You know, what can he do in the final? Um, I don't know. That would that would be an interesting one. So I, I think there, there's there's several different good matchups. I'm just I'm just personally saying that I think that South Carolina and North Carolina is the one that I really kind of don't want to see. Oh my God, Sarah has a Sarah has a bracket where she has UNC winning the whole damn thing. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> She has Uh-oh, the she has God. the highest possible re- remaining points in the bracket. So if, you, if UNC wins, that's funny. Uh oh. I, I I felt bad about my bracket. This is the first time I've looked at it. Somebody has like a a potential like a total of forty six possible. Their bracket sucked ass. Good lord. That's probably mine. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah shaded. You're right now. You're in first in in our thing. Well, that's, not for long. Well, yeah. NFL baby, well you have eighty five possible. Who'd you take? Who'd you take to win on this thing, man? Well, I had Arizona winning, but I think I had North Carolina in the championship Aww, game. Yeah, you had Arizona, North Carolina. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Hey, might so. be effed. All right, so realistically, our expectation is Gonzaga and North Carolina. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. G- given that, given that, oh, go ahead and call your ultimate shot, Mark. I know you got to get out of here. It's a little late for you. Sure. Go ahead and call your ultimate shot. And I guess it's really two things. What would be your favorite, like your favorite run through the brackets to finish this? Uh, and then realistically, given what we've called, what do you truly expect to happen? And go ahead and call your shots for the final. Uh, so Hart, Hart really would, would want South Carolina or Oregon to, to, to pull this off. I think, you know, great stories on both sides. Um, I, I understand the scandal on Oregon side, but, you know, let's put that to the side for the moment. I, I think just the impressiveness of, of being able to rise up with the loss of Boucher impressed all of us, shocked all of us. None of us saw saw them getting all the way here. Um, they've done it through some, you know, all, all facets. Some great defense, amazing defense from Bell, shot blocking and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, some great scoring from from Dorsey especially and Brooks. So Oregon or I mean South Carolina, of course. I mean beyond well beyond the shock of Oregon being here. I mean nobody in the right mind puts South Carolina here as much as you know we're we're all you know. I love fest with uh, Frank Martin right now. I think well deserved. Dude is humble. Dude is smart. Dude is still scares me to look at. But uh, he's uh, <laughs> uh, crazy amazing to to have done what he's done with that organization. So South Carolina or Oregon wins it all, and I would be I'd be thrilled with it. I would be thrilled with that final, no matter what the result. Um, again, my expectation is Gonzaga, North Carolina. So calling that calling the shots there. I it pains me so much to say it, but. I think Carolina. It, yeah, you're right about Barry. You're right. But Barry is a huge deal, mm-hmm. and and you you they need him to maybe not be a hundred percent, but close to it, because um, that's going to sting if he's not. And, and certainly he's he's, he's had you know, he's been through a lot the last couple of games. But um, I just think that you know as we I think pretty much all agree that was the most challenging bracket to get through. They oh they, they survived. God, they survived it. I mean, most and honestly, most challenging by by a lot. 
Um, they survived it. They survived the gauntlets. Um, they're here. And again, if they're if they're playing in a level where they're you know, shooting threes, even at just a decent decent uh, you know, number, um, and their their size and strength and depth. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Gonzaga can hang with them. I mean, the, I shouldn't say that. I think they can hang with them for a half. I don't think they can hang with them for a whole game. Yeah. So I think it's Carolina's, it's, it's Carolina's to lose right now. Fair point. Fair point. Let's see. One thing for you. If I can get back to it, man. Shannon, you might appreciate this. But, Mark, I, I wanted to bring this up before you ripcorded out. Only because I, I I hope you you'll dig it. This is one of those moments with the sports brew that every you know we used to have lots of like random song stuff. Um, <laughs> so uh, obviously Levar Ball uh, ran ran his mouth quite a bit. So this one person tweeted at Levar Burton, and it said Levar, you average two point two points per game. Stop running your mouth about MJ. Shut up. And so Levar Levar Burton says, Ha! You've got me confused with at Levar Ball. <laughs> Uh, LeVar Burton is the reading rainbow guy. (laughs) (laughs) But in in true LeVar Ball, you know, fashion, uh, like like I said, Wreck-It Ralph, you know, uh, they they missed. They missed. So (laughs) I thought that I thought that was pretty great. I laughed. I laughed. And I, I, I love the fact he did it, man. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> Especially in a rec center. <laughs> anyway, rec league Ralph, man, rec league Ralph. <laughs> that one's for you. Oh, one other thing for you. Um, before I forget, there's an Atlanta Braves prospect named uh, Matt Foley. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> And and homeboy has a shirt. I don't know who he got to make it, but he had this post on. I think it was on Instagram. But he has this shirt with a uh, a character of of uh, Chris Farley as as the character Matt Foley with the blue jacket and kind of like you know the long tie and the big fat belly. And it says hat says who I play for. It's got the Braves hat, but the shirt says that I live in a van down by the river. <laughs> I was like, "Hell yeah, dude! That's great, man! That's great!" Well, you'll have plenty of time to live in a van down by the river when you're living in a van down by the river. That's right, man. That I thought was fantastic. So random, but I thought very that- fitting though. This is a Braves prospect too. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was an absolute hoot. Just because you haven't seen, it. I'll, I'll I'll drop it in the sports view chat real quick so you can see this shirt. Because it really is, it really is great if you hadn't seen it. Hold on. There you go. Boom. Let's go ahead and pull that up. And uh, actually, uh, my last favorite thing for you, Mark, and I keep piling on extra stuff. Um, I love the fact that we have all the stuff with the internet privacy going on right now. And uh, major middle fingers to this administration and uh, what Congress just did with uh, internet privacy and selling people's data. I absolutely hate it. The, the but, Cards Against Humanity creator? Yeah, the, but the Cards Against Humanity creator vowing to buy and publish Congress's internet history is glorious. Max Temkin had a tweet that said, If this shit passes, I will buy the browser history of every congressman and congressional aide and publish it. <laughs> I think that's freaking fantastic. I, I, I don't know so. if he's going to be able to do that, but I love the, the fact that he's you know pushing that. I think it's pretty great. 
Exactly. He's actually and he's actually following up responsibly because you know obviously people are tweeting about it a lot and he's saying look and uh, anybody who's thinking that this is gonna be like a Kickstarter campaign to like raise money make that happen like don't trust any of that it's spam I'm not even suggesting that it's just you know wait wait and you know, we'll we'll figure this out in, in some time so he's trying to get people to be smart about it and not yeah. uh, going do anything reckless but uh, yeah that's all terrible but yeah. yeah. So it, it you know it's it's a big thing. Do yourself a favor if you haven't read about it. You know, educate yourself a little bit on that one. Absolutely. And uh, Laura knows. Uh, you know, I, I had a, a post on my own personal Facebook page. But if you don't know about them, you don't understand them. Learn about VPNs because it might be a decent time to invest a little bit and use one. There are limitations. They're not a magic bullet. They're not perfect. Uh, but you can see the trend with n- the issues with net neutrality, and then you know. Uh, cell phone providers like prioritizing certain data. You see a whole bunch of this stuff now where they're like, oh, you know, you can stream this with AT&T. You can stream this kind of data. We won't use it against your stuff. Uh, there's a lot of weirdness going around, going on and some of it, some of it's good, you know, for the end user, for the consumer, and some of it's just weird. And this whole thing with privacy, I, you know, look, dude, I, I've always said, man, I don't care how much money you make, man. I do care how you make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I do care. I don't care how you can be a quad. What you can be Warren Buffett rich, dude. Good for you. But I do care how you make it. And privacy has always bothered me. Weak privacy issues that that always worries me. It always bothers me. Uh, and I think it's a shame that we've gotten to this point uh, with internet privacy. But I do hope. I, I do hope. I think it would be great if he could, you know, uh, lead an effort to to procure and buy some of that data. Was it a congressman? That was uh, some rando that was uh, had some issue with a boy in a bathroom in the past couple of weeks or something like really weird. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so one with like a one with a boy in a hotel or oh, something. Oh, that's what it was. I don't know. It's, it's some weirdness. So like, uh, I, I, yeah, you know what I'd really like to know? Weird. What's Ted Cruz's internet history? I'd love to see that guy's. That oh, and Mitch gosh. McConnell. I'd love to see those two dudes. Anyway, we don't you know we don't really want to get particularly political, but the internet privacy thing bothers the hell out of me. It really, 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 really does. Some people will say it doesn't matter a whole a whole bunch, and if you don't care, that that's fine. Uh, but I, I just think it, it's unfortunate. It's it's unfortunate, man. Who snored? Was that Whitfield? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're gonna sell your porn data, man. <laughs> anyway, click list that bitch. <laughs> guy richmond downloading all this stuff yeah oh now we know what he's shaking off (laughs) anyway so on that note mark i I know you need to get out of here so let's let you get out thanks as always and uh just as a a heads up you won't be seeing trump throw out any first pitch at a nationals game apparently i know you're Um, maybe in a mets game i know you're terribly disappointed i will charge don't be changing the nets like that yeah i'll charge the field Bill Maher wouldn't allow it. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, anyway, man. No, look. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. I was saying I'm glad to hear that he's not gonna. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That that that's like one of those random stories. Donald, Pre- President Trump will throw out opening day pitch due to scheduling conflict. Come on, man. Was he in Mar-a-Lago? Come on, dude. Get up there and throw that thing out, man. That's what you're supposed to do, bruh. Get on it. Anyway. All that stuff aside, look, man, everybody, enjoy the tournament. Uh, have some fun this weekend. Whoever you're rooting for, whatever the storyline is, there's a lot of players, a lot of coaches, a lot of schools, a lot of there's a lot going on, man. I think each particular school has some great storylines to it, whether it's Oregon, UNC, uh, Gonzaga, or Gonzaga. I never know how to say it. I say it both ways, and I'm like, did I say that wrong? 
I just uh, whatever, man. Gonzaga, Garud, Garage Road. You know, it's all good. Um, <laughs> you know, or or South Carolina. I, I, each one of them has a compelling background on that. Uh, I love the setup for the Final Four. How good the basketball will be will really determine how much we enjoy it. But I, there's a lot of great storylines. Uh, so just enjoy the the you know the end of the tournament and the crowning of a champion. And of course, as we do love to celebrate uh, one shining moment, it's right around the corner. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna have that. We're gonna see that Luther man, Vandross is real. Keep it real, y'all. Enjoy it, man. So Mark, as always, raise a glass to your brother with that beard of yours. Looks like you're a, a pulling for the you know Gonzaga. I'm telling you, you you look like you should be the you know butter bean on the court for Gonzaga. I'm telling you. <laughs> yes, sir. It'd be, it'd be awesome, but uh, enjoy it, and um, yeah, I think that's about it for us tonight, man. I think it's time yeah. to roll out, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, much Peace like it. Yeah, man. Much like... Uh, Get off my uh, yeah, that That's true. <laughs> not not where I was going with that. Uh, nope, 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 nope. No gap band. No gap band. There we go. <sighs> Don't worry, except for, you know, there's only one. There's only one that wins this thing. So for everybody else, much like the Kentucky Wildcats, that's for you, Shannon, much like the Duke Blue Devils, and certainly for the UVA Cavaliers, way to go, BSE, and the Virginia Commonwealth University Rams. Welcome, Coach Rhodes. Uh, but at the end of the road, man, it's real. It's going to hit a whole bunch of y'all. So uh, I always feel like the tournament's so great, and then you get to this point, and it ends really quickly. You know what I mean? Open a weekend, it's awesome, and then the middle of it is great, and then all of a sudden it's over. <laughs> so try to enjoy the moment. Try to enjoy the moment. Live life a little. There's a, you know, Mark, you had one of those little positive messages the other day, right? You know, life's a beautiful Absolutely. thing. Yeah. So try to try to try to have fun with the tournament, man. Try to have fun at the end. Enjoy the storylines. Enjoy the games. If your team doesn't win, raise a glass. So you know, raise a glass to uh, those that do, and try to find a reason to enjoy it, man. Um, yeah. Enjoy the ride, brother. Oh, yeah. All right, Mark. We will catch you on the flip side. And uh, Shannon, Randy, M- uh, Matt, thanks for uh, pitching in, you know, joining in. All good stuff. And we will catch everybody on the flip side, man. From all of us to all of you, we are the Sports Brew. Big bags of huzzah. And you know what? <laughs> Come Monday, man. We're going to party hard, baby. Woo! Hell yeah. yeah. Let's do it. All right. Later Gators, and that's not just to Florida, but it really is Later Gators to them. Ha ha ha. Anyway. <laughs> ha ha ha. All right, man. We will catch you on the flip side. And uh yeah, I guess uh go Gamecocks. That's kind of fun. And go Bulldogs and I hate UNC. I didn't mean anything I said earlier about liking UNC at all. I meant none of that. I meant none of that. None. None. Peace. Peace none. out, folks. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Catch you on the flip side, man. Late. See you.